0: The following program is paid for and presented by John Demassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers.
1: WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now the host of Talk with a Purpose, John Demassey. Who was that that said, get your popcorn ready? Remember that one? <laughs>
2: Get your popcorn ready because we got a show. Terrell Owens. That's right. Very good, Pete. Number eighty-one. That's right. I, I and his it. hyperbaric chamber. And I had his jersey. All right. Yeah. Good to have you with us as always. Talk with a purpose every Saturday nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio ninety-five point five. And as the man said, I'm John DeMassi. Good to have you with us as always for our every Saturday morning get together, which we look forward to all during the week. And here we are, I'm ready to talk to you at six oh nine. Four oh seven fourteen fifty. A lot to talk about today here on the program. Part of our Fighting the Opioid Addiction series with our partners, Recovery Centers of America, we will continue that. And it's kind of appropriate, because what we're going to talk about now, kind of in the general area of mental health, and it's appropriate that we have that uh, later on today. That'll be at 11 o'clock. We'll be joined by Dawn Belamarich, who is a senior VP at recovery centers of America. So that, that's coming up later on in the program but in the meantime we have plenty to talk about here on the show i have a lot to say about a couple of people who really are not my favorites like whoopi goldberg and we'll talk about a gentleman from the world of sports and pete thompson sitting in today for chris coleman pete is a sports enthusiast and uh, he knows who this gentleman is that we'll talk about a little bit later on so that's uh, that's coming up Six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. 407 1450 I figured that the, the way to, to start today's show is kind of, this is a little bit of a conglomeration of what we talked about last week and adding some other things. Uh, we had a, another shooting this week in Tulsa, and I believe it was four people. Four people uh, were killed, and the, the, the shooter killed himself and whatever. It's just sad, but but this this particular individual was mad at the doctor because he was still in pain. Can you imagine if we all if we all did that? Can you imagine that that every time we were mad at a doctor or a doctor misdiagnosed us or we were still in pain after going to the doctor? Can you imagine if we did that? We 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 shoot the doctor. I mean, what kind of a world is this? So we had that this week, and and then we had some other things related to or corollaries to um, sort of a corollary to what happened last week in Uvalde, Texas. Uh, In Canada, they have banned all gun sales. And I'm sure people are going to say, well, we got to do that here. We have to do that. We got to ban guns. Did you hear what Whoopi Goldberg said the other day on The View? (laughs) I mean, that has to be the worst show on television. I mean, I I can't watch it. I happened to turn on, I wanted to watch the new news and I happened to turn it on, but I was two minutes early and there is the picture of Whoopi Goldberg signing off. I said, thank God they're signing off. Whoopi Goldberg said, we got to ban AR-15s. We got to ban the sale of that. And if you own one, we got to throw you in jail. That's what Whoopi Goldberg said. So that's that's an aside to what I want to talk about. But we had, of course, our president, Mummy Joe. He went on TV the other night. And, of course, this is part, and we've talked about this many times, part of the Democratic playbook. Never let a good crisis go to waste. He's on there talking about this is a crisis and we, we have to stop this and we have to stop the. Yeah, we have to stop it. But we're not going to stop it by, by having more gun laws. And, and as we said last week, this is a mental health problem. We're going to stop it by being more conscious of what's going on, especially on social media. Take a look at what happened this week in Tampa, Florida. Somehow or another, law enforcement got this post from somebody. And it was on Facebook, I believe. And it was a, a young kid, like 18 years old. And he posts something like this. Hey, Siri, where's the nearest school? I want to shoot it up. And they went and they found the guy and they locked him up. Isn't that what they're supposed to do? And that's what I'm talking about here. We had signs from this Uvalde shooting. We had signs from the Buffalo shooting. There are signs all over the place. And it's every time. So, yeah, all right, we can ban some gun sales. And I said this last week, you got to be 21. we got to have psychological background checks. We've got to have more stringent background checks. And, you know, 18-year-olds can't buy a gun, plain and simple. We talked about that. So that's kind of what we went over last week. But this week, I saw something that made my, <laughs> you think Whoopi Goldberg got my blood pressure up? Wait till you hear this one. I read a columnist and I I read faithfully the Philadelphia Inquirer. I've been doing that since I was 10 years old. And I guess it's an old habit and people my age still read the newspaper. And there's a columnist in there. I'm not even going to mention his name. But every issue, every situation, no matter what it is, he turns it into racism. Or as he said in this column the other day, systemic racism. Inequality. And what he said, I mean I mean he said the the enemy is we're shooting ourselves, we're our enemy. Right, okay. But the enemy is systemic inequality. Victims who are mostly black and Hispanic, we believe, are mostly violent in nature and thus deserving of such a fate. So If your neighbor shoots another neighbor, is that your fault? I mean, stop and think about this. It's systemic inequality. And every number that you see, every number that you look at with regards to violence, if there's 13% of the population is black, 39% blacks commit crime. So the numbers are skewed that way. It's just what it is. So please tell me how it's systemic inequality or racism with all this, th- this shooting. Tell me how that is. Because in major cities, and I'm using Philadelphia because this is the example I have in front of me here. They're on a record pace to beat last year's record of 562 murders. It should be over 600 by the end of the calendar year 2022. This same column that says the Buffalo shooting, that's systemic inequality. Because that shooter thought that blacks and Hispanics are taking over the world. They're going to replace whites. So he's got to shoot all the blacks. That's one person. That's one person who is not exactly all there. So, you know, the Democrats, the liberals, the progressives, they're spewing this stuff out. and say, we got to have more gun control. we got to have more gun control. But it's not going to stop some crazy kid who, who believes in white supremacy. I mean, how is, how is gun control? Yeah, if we don't allow 18-year-olds to buy guns, but let's face it. If you're crazy, if you're not all there, if you believe in what you believe in, you're going to find a way to get a gun. And that kid certainly did find a way to get a gun. (sighs) By the way, just in case you didn't know this, guns are now the leading cause of death for youths in this country. It used to be automobile deaths. No more. It's guns. And why is that? Is that because of systemic inequality? And, you know, a lot of times I get into trouble for saying things like this, but I don't know about you growing up, but when I grew up, I was 16 years old, and my father said, you're going to work. And I said, why? He said, because I said, you're going to work. (laughs) It It was a real democracy in my household, let me tell you. And a lot of parents were like that. But in this world, in this day and age, with all of this stuff going on, and I mean, how many times have we seen 13-year-old kids running around at 1 o'clock in the morning? And I don't want to say, well, in many cases they're minorities, but their situations are such that leads to the kinds of violence that we're seeing. There's no, in many cases, there's no parental supervision. There's no concern over where is the kid. Let me tell you something. When I was growing up, and again, this was a long time ago, I was not allowed to be out of sight of my mother, which means if she could look out the window and see me, I was fine. If she couldn't, she came out and looked for me. And I was only down the street. And I'm not saying that that's what parents have to do today, but... Let's face it, it's certainly helpful. But I just wanted to point out that this whole thing about guns and Biden coming on there and taking advantage of the situation. And I'm sure a lot of Democrats say, oh, look, he's doing a great job. He's coming out there and he's talking about it. What did he say? All right. We got got to stop this. You know, I mean, and let me tell you something, and I'm sure you agree with me. Joe Biden is not the guy to stop anything. He's not going to stop inflation. He's not going to stop the, the immigration and, and all of this crossing the border and the open borders. He's not going to stop anything. The only way we're going to stop this is to get him out of office. I'll tell you, I just, I just can't, can't take it anymore. 609-407-1450, that's the number. Oh, I got to tell you later on, I had dinner with my cousin the other night. You remember my cousin used to live with me? She is a Joe Biden fan, and we had dinner the other night. That was, that was really a joy, let me tell you. <laughs> She's telling me that Biden didn't shut down the Keystone Pipeline. I said, wait a minute. He did that at 5 o'clock on the day he was inaugurated. No, he didn't. It's still open. Oh, really? Where did you see that? She makes up stuff, you know. If it's for Biden, she makes it up. That was a that was a pleasure. Let me tell you six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. Talk with a purpose. Saturdays nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five. And I'm John DeMassey. Let's bring in Seth Grossman, Liberty and Prosperity. And I'm sure Seth agrees with me on a lot of things. But <laughs> let's let's get into trouble together, Seth.
3: Yes, we will. Uh, let me begin by by making a correction. Uh, last week I said that the movie Django Unchained. Uh, inspired a whole bunch of murders, senseless, random murders of, of white people by angry black people. And I said the first one was the uh, Philadelphia Navy Yard uh, that came, you know, was three weeks after the movie came out. No, it was not the Philadelphia Navy Yard, it was the Washington Navy Yard. Okay. So I just want to make that correction. Okay. But it, it's interesting. com. a lot of times we talk about the events that are in the news. Uh, as we do on, on talk shows, but a lot of times we talk about stuff that is not in the news that nobody ever knows about. So there's a, a little-known holiday tomorrow that is a Jewish holiday, and it's a Christian holiday tomorrow. Uh, Jews call it the Shavuot, which means uh, the, the Festival of the Sevens or the Weeks, and in, uh, the Christians call it the Pentecost, and that and everybody knows easter everybody knows passover but there's a biblical law that says you're supposed to count 49 days after passover after easter and today is that 49th day and then there's supposed to be another festival on the 50th day and pentecost is the greek word for 50 now the the jewish pentecost uh reminds us that uh that in passover we used to be Jews used to be slaves and we got our freedom and this reminds us that 50 days after we got our freedom, God took us to Mount Sinai, gave us the Ten Commandments, gave us love thy neighbor as thyself, uh, gave us rules we have to follow to enjoy freedom. Because if we don't follow certain rules and accept certain things and respect the rights of others, we can never be free because we need uh, you know the people with guns to force us to do Uh, certain things. But if we do the right thing because we want to do the right thing, then we're free. And uh, when we talk about uh, the the separation of of church and state, that doesn't mean the separation of religion and state, because you cannot have a free society if people think they could do whatever they want to do as long as they don't get caught. And George Washington said that, Ben Franklin said that, John Adams said that, Thomas Jefferson said that, And what's really interesting, uh, you had a top economist in communist China, a guy called Zhao Zhao, Z-H-A-O-U-X-I-A-O. And he said the key to success in America was Christianity. And he said the communist government, instead of suppressing Christianity, would be a lot more successful if they encouraged it. So, uh, But if you say anything that has this common sense... Uh, you'll see something like what you saw in the Ocean City Sentinel uh, last week, a big uh, editorial saying uh, the, uh, the biggest danger to America are Christian nationalists. And and nobody wants to ram anyone's religion down anyone's throat. We're just mentioning that you can't live freely if people feel they could do whatever they want to do as long as they don't get caught. Uh, and that that's something that you touched on, and it's important. And by the way, the the press of Atlantic City today had an excellent analysis of the 15 most recent mass shootings. And it it talks about how those shooters got their guns. And what it points out is you can make all the laws in the world, but if you have incompetent police officials who don't care, if you have citizens who see uh, these ticking time bombs and don't say anything and don't do anything – you know, all the laws in the world uh, will not protect you because most of the people got their guns by lying, by cheating, by getting other people to uh, break the law for them. And so there's just no substitute for an active citizen that is concerned about, you know, uh, doing the right thing, not just for themselves, but for others. So uh, I, I think that's that's something we have to talk about. Everybody looks for the, you know, the instant solution pass a law and it fixes everything. No, pass the law and you might prevent the good guy with a gun from being able to stop the bad guy with a gun. So we have to talk about that.
2: You know, it's interesting uh, what you talked about, about the press article, and I kind of said the same thing. We can pass all the gun laws in the world. You and I know, and, and listen, we, we are in the shadow of Atlantic City. You could go to Atlantic City, I am sure, and get a gun from somebody and it doesn't matter what the law is
3: right because you have criminals who will make money doing it that's right and we also have enemies we have jihadis who will actually give weapons to people who will kill other americans because they hate america and they want to destroy us so all that's going to mean is that the massacres will be even bigger because there'll be you know people be waiting for the police to come and as you can see the police don't always come and when they do come Uh, Very often they have their own agenda. So nobody cares about your kids more than you, the parents. And and we have to give them the power to uh, uh, protect their families. And as I point out often, uh, I was in the military. I had training. I'm law-abiding. I'm a lawyer. I'm Jewish. I get threats all the time. I can't carry a weapon in New Jersey and if I would, uh, you know, God forbid, if, if I'm taking my, my gun, you know, locked up in the back of my car with ammunition on one side, uh, gun the other, if, if I would somehow get hungry, go off the path to the gun range, get something to eat and get caught, uh, I could do mandatory prison uh, term. Right. I could never get a, a permit to carry. Uh, and, you know, somehow instead of talking about more laws to, to keep people like me, From protecting myself, my business, and my family, uh, we ought to talk about having more citizens involved uh, and then also have the professional law enforcement hold them accountable. But you can't hold people accountable if people get their job because of politics or diversity and and people who either don't care or don't have the talent – are getting promoted because they could check off the right boxes, the diversity boxes. So that's I don't. I've I've been on that rant before. I'll I'll, I'll back <laughs> away from it. Yeah. Did you uh, uh, I, I,
2: Did yeah. you hear what Whoopi Goldberg said? He,
3: he, yes, I did. It's ironic that the, the liberals are saying the same thing about whites, Christians, conservatives that the Nazis used to be be saying about the Jews routinely. That every problem in the America is the fault of. Uh, the people who are are not Democrats, people who are conservatives, Republicans, whites, heterosexual, whatever. And and if only we got rid of those horrible people, think of how wonderful things would be. Yeah. Well, we've already been that and done that. The Nazis told you what happens if you demonize a group of people long enough. Eventually, you will take away their rights and you'll kill them. And this is very, very dangerous. And we got to stop it. We got to recognize it.
2: Yeah. Uh, she said if you have an AR-15 uh, if you're found owning one, you should be thrown
3: in jail. <laughs> and, 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 and she also said stuff like, uh, if, "If only these Rep- we could get rid of these Republicans." Yes. Yeah. I, I oh, mean yeah. they've been saying yeah. that, and they say it openly, and nobody says anything. Nobody says anything. Cover,
2: yeah, you're, you're uh, absolutely right. A
3: couple, of, a, a quick point. Points. Uh, the uh, I, I see that the local 54s now picketing the uh, I guess the Tropicana Hotel uh, in Atlantic City. And this is a good example about how fake history influences politics to help Democrats and tear America apart, because the popular myth that every school teaches is uh, America used to be a very unjust country, and you had sweatshops, and, and, and uh, workers uh, never had a chance until the unions came in and gave us middle-class lifestyles here in America. But if you would look at the history of America, you'll see that the middle class was created in the 1920s when unions were almost non-existent and had hardly any power. What happened in the 1920s? In the 1920s, we had our first immigration laws that limited new immigrants to 100,000 a year. And we had that system in place uh, basically for 50 years until uh, Ted Kennedy changed it in 1965. So when you didn't have... Unlimited numbers of immigrants, and no one's saying that immigrants are bad, but, but there's a limit to how many immigrants uh, a country could take. And if you have too many immigrants coming in, uh, they'll just work for anything. They drive down wages, and, uh, and the businesses – Uh, Don't invest in equipment to make workers more productive because they just hire cheap wages. That's what was causing all those sweatshops. As soon as we had immigration laws in the 1920s, that's when uh, the, the cost of hiring people got expensive. And industry responded by inventing all these machines that made people more productive. That's when the middle class was created. So uh, you have to know that when, you, when people are saying, oh, yeah, the, the wages in the casinos are too low. Uh, let's pick at the casinos. Well, all you're going to do is you're going to drive the tourist somewhere else. That's right. And then there'll be no money for anybody. So it's, it's you know, you have to use your head. You know, uh, and um, you gotta te- yeah.
2: Seth, many times I have questioned the leadership of Bob McDevitt, who the leader of Local 54. I mean, uh, you know, what does he do? You're right. It's Memorial Day weekend, and what's he decide to do? Oh, we're going to it, and, and, and driving tourism away, as you said, they'll go somewhere else. So, you know, he, I don't think he thinks this thing through. Oh, let's just pick it, and the casinos will cave in. How'd that work out with the Taj Mahal, remember, Seth?
3: So I, 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 yeah, so, so it's, it's gone. Yeah. So that's something to talk about. The other thing that's going on, I don't know if you've noticed it, but uh, we, we've often talked about how uh, green energy, so-called green energy, mm-hmm. solar panels and wind turbines are useless. They don't work. Yes. And the reason they don't work is because when they produce the power, most of it is wasted because uh, there's backup generators. You've always got to keep the power grid at the same level all the time. So if the wind starts blowing and you have too much power, it gets dumped. If the wind stops blowing, uh, then you have to crank up oil and gas uh, uh, you know, generators to, to put power into the grid, otherwise it will collapse. So you either have too much or too little, it's totally useless, and it's gonna cause, uh, the more green energy you have, the more likely the power grid is going to collapse. So if you notice, there are a whole lot of stories that have been showing up during the past week or two predicting power failures and blackouts this summer because of quote climate change so in other words the democrats are already saying the whole thing is going to collapse but instead of blaming it on the real cause which is this unstable and useless dependence on wind turbines and, and solar panels that are just useless they want to blame it on a climate change and what's their solution going to be uh, spend you know, raise the rates even more and build even more useless wind turbines and solar panels. So it's it's uh, it reminds me of the uh, those quacks uh, that in, in the old days when somebody got sick, they thought, well, they had bad blood, so let's put leeches on them, take the blood out, and we'll cure them. Well, I don't know if you know that that's how they killed George Washington. George Washington had a cold, bad cold. He called in his doctors, and they said, oh, oh, we have to take away blood. Uh, with leeches, and they did that, and George Washington got sicker. And they said, "Oh my God, our patient's getting sicker. We have to draw even more blood." And they kept even drawing more blood until they killed him. And that's basically what we're we're doing to our economy with this, um, you know, the so called uh, green energy. And uh, it looks like I have time for, for just one more thing to talk about, uh, and that is the casino pilot, you know, the tax break for the casinos. Yes, the uh, the press did an excellent article showing exactly uh how much less the casinos are paying under this new law how bad it's going to hurt not even just everyone in atlantic county but it's even going to hurt atlantic city Uh, but nobody checked those numbers and and again this is bad because we have a constitution in new jersey that says everybody's supposed to pay the same taxes at the same rate and if casinos would pay their taxes based on the value of their real estate just like everybody else. Uh, first of all, it would be fair, but look how it corrupts the system. If you think you have a big industry, and you say, if I hire the right connected lawyers who give the right political donations, uh, they will lower my taxes and raise everybody else's taxes. Uh, besides uh, you know, being unfair, it corrupts the system because now you have that your most powerful people are supporting politically the most corrupt people, because they don't care if you have bad government, as long as somebody else is paying the price of it. So uh, the uh, papers uh, for that lawsuit just got served on me yesterday. Uh, the judge is going to rule on this in a month, and, uh, and I'll be pretty busy preparing all that those paperwork because I have to get them into the court by next week. Well, so that's what's going on there. Good luck there. And, good uh, luck with that. Uh, and 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 anyone who's listening and clapping in the stands saying, "Oh yeah, Grossman, Liberty, you're doing a great job." You know, we uh, w- would you just go online, libertyandprosperity.com, give us thirty bucks, help us pay some of these expenses. Uh, she may show up at the breakfast, and I'm going to head over right now. Uh, at Sal's Cafe at uh, Groveland Avenue in Summers Point on on New Road. Uh, And, um, you know, just uh, we'll talk about this, but we really need help. We're getting a lot of cheering from the sidelines from the audience, but we really have ordinary people have to get involved. You have to share our stuff online, uh, talk to other people, because otherwise – Uh, we're just not strong enough so thank you very much for giving uh, me the microphone and platform and let me head over to the meeting for liberty and prosperity.com
2: all right seth thanks a lot as always a pleasure seth grossman liberty and prosperity.com the meeting starts in about 30 seconds at sal's coal fire pizza on new road in summers point i'm john damassey it's talk with a purpose every saturday nine till noon wpg talk radio 95.5 after the break we have matt we have John and we have Craig in that order and maybe you at 609-407-1450.
4: More Talk With a Purpose after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856 751. 1771, or email Joe at jyakovich at brokersifs.com. And you can listen to Joe Yakovich on Saturdays right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world the path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to joe yakovich at jml financial group 856-751-1771 856-751-1771 or email joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. joe yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through brokers international financial services llc member sipc brokers international financial Services LLC is not an affiliated company.
2: And we're back here on Talk With a Purpose, 609-407-1450. Let's get started. Pete and I are both in our Phillies attire. Maybe we should get Dan Baker to do this. Wouldn't that be cool? Leading off for Talk With a Purpose, here he is, the one and only Matt in Atlantic City. Matt, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Good morning, Coach. How are you, sir? Good. How about you?
5: Good man, rolling along, rolling along. Good. Hey, I'm to make. I want to make one political point, and then Pete can hear us, right? Yes, he's he's got
2: his headphones on.
5: I, I, I wanna I wanna get his opinion and your opinion on on a sports related thing, but let me do my political thing right quick. Okay. All right. Thursday, Joe Biden comes out and he says he's going to travel over to to. Uh, Talk to the OPEC nations and beg them for to produce more oil. So I think Saudi and Oman said they would put out like another six hundred and fifty thousand barrels a day or something like that. But that's a drop. That's not going to change any price of any fuel anywhere you see. It's still going up every day. You can tell, right? Yep.
2: Yes. Absolutely. Okay? Absolutely.
5: And that's not, that's not a game plan. So that was on Thursday. Friday he comes out. And says don't expect gas prices to come down in the near future. Now what in the Sam Hell does that mean? A year? Two years? What
2: what, to the end of my term? What does that mean? Well what he's doing Matt, what he's doing is he's telling you, listen, don't don't expect this. I'm trying to lower the prices, but don't expect it, which means he doesn't really care whether to lower the prices or not. You think he has to worry about filling up his tank of gas? Because he's on he's no. he, he's on the government dime. Come on. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, what does he care?
6: There's,
5: no, uh, you're right. There's no leadership at all coming no. out of this administration. No. Nothing. No. Zero.
2: No. Not a. Not at all. And and, and the other but, night I had dinner with my cousin, the one who used to live with me, and I said, you know, four eighty nine for gas. He shut down the pipeline. No, the pipeline is still open. Well, wait a minute. He shut it down. How can you tell me the pipeline's still open? You know, whatever he says, she, she agrees with, which is ridiculous. But, uh, listen, Matt, it's not going to change unless we get him out of there. That's plain and simple.
5: Yeah. We got to hold on tooth and nail here. That's right. But to you and Pete, I want Pete to hear it too. Um, uh, from my tentacles in Boston up here where I'm at, I heard since uh, Boston took Game One, that the the hotel prices in Boston, downtown Boston, have won up five, over five hundred percent because they <laughs> How yeah about yeah they got it yeah well they got to listen even if they drop Game Two Pete they they still got to play three and four in Boston so these these hoteliers. Have jacked this price through the roof. It's
7: all supply and, and demand. Think- <laughs> and they're demanding it. Listen, I'll tell you this, just to color on top of your comment. I've drank at the Commonwealth, but I can't afford to stay
2: there. Wow. It's yeah. listen. <laughs> Matt expensive. There's, it's- o- there's only one thing worse than the Biden presidency, and that's the Boston Celtics being in the NBA finals. Okay? And and Pete and I said that this well, morning coming in here. Can you imagine this? We have to watch this garbage. I'm rooting for Golden State, well, by the way. <laughs> well, rooting. I like Seth Curry, but
5: yeah. I like Seth Curry, but look, man, this if you don't think sports is important, you're nuts. Oh, you're right. Because imagine if the Sixers imagine if the Sixers are in it. Imagine that the 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 income to downtown Philly for that.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. With Absolutely,
5: just the sheer income—the restaurants, the bars, the hotels—absolutely. Very sports are important to this country, really.
2: Listen, uh, uh, Matt, I if you know. if you pass by the Boston Garden, do me a favor, throw some dirt on it, please. I, I I'd appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Matt, I'm, Thanks a I'm lot. Five for the, minutes from it. Thanks a lot for the call. Right. Appreciate it. 609-407-1450, talk with a purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5, and I'm John DeMassey. 609-407-1450, coming up on a break, John and Craig, after the break, and maybe you, we have a couple of open lines at 609-407-1450, talking about this whole gun control thing, and systemic inequality is what some of the liberals are are blaming the, the gun situation and the violence on, Uh, But we know it's not that. It's just, you know, more liberal talking points. 609-407-1450. Back with more. Talk with a purpose in just a moment. There is no controversy when it comes to BF Mazio because you've heard us talk for years on this show about the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. Gift baskets, fruit baskets, prepared foods, baked goods. It's all right there. Gourmet specialties. It's all right there at BF Mazio. And we should also mention... Uh, because a lot of times we kind of overlooked that from time to time, they have a wholesale division and a lot of the restaurants in the area, uh, utilize their services. So, you know, chances are you've had the produce from BF Mazio, but you didn't know about it because you're in a restaurant. You don't know where the broccoli comes from. (laughs) You don't know where the fruit comes from. So that's to let you know That, you know, the the reach of BF Mazio is far and wide as far as the wholesale division is concerned. And, of course, the, the store itself, located at 601 New Road in Northfield. And this time of year, you know, I've told you this before, Memorial Day comes and goes, and we've had... You know, uh, uh, plenty of time for gatherings. And, you know, now that the pandemic has kind of subsided, people are getting together again. You may have some gatherings for Father's Day or for a graduation party. You get some sides uh, customized for you at BF Mazio, and that could be potato salad, coleslaw, macaroni salad, fruit salad, you name it. They can make it for you. So if you tell them you're having 20 people over, they'll they'll make that for you so you don't have to do the work. And I'm all for that. Less work and more fun, right? BF Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield, online at bfmazio.com. There is a reason why they are best of the press seven years in a row, because they are, plain and simple. Gift baskets, fruit baskets, you can ship them anywhere at any time, and people love them because they are the best at that as well. BF Mazio, 601 New Road, Northfield, online at bfmazio.com. Tell them you heard about it here on Talk With a Purpose. We're coming back with more talk with a purpose and your calls after these
8: words. East Coast roofing and siding. Hi, I'm Larry Steiler. And I'm Sean Styler. In our ever-changing economy, we certainly understand the need for homeowners to watch their spending. But your home is not a place to cut corners. When you're in need of roofing, siding, or windows, place your trust in East Coast for our certified services and installations. Our GAF Masterly Contractor Status provides assurance that you're dealing with a reputable company that can provide you quality roofing products and lifetime warranties. Our CertainTeed 5-Star Contractor Status ensures you'll get the professional siding job that you deserve. Faithfully serving South Jersey since 1979, we can offer you financing options that can help get your project started sooner. So call us now at 609-625-1900 or visit us at eastcoastroofing.com to schedule your free consultation today. If you'll call, we'll show up. East Coast Roofing and Siding. Trust us with your family and home.
0: If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com.
4: Your WPG Talk Radio, 95.5 AccuWeather Forecast for South Jersey. Plenty of sunshine for today with a high of 84. Clear skies for tonight with a low 56. Partly sunny tomorrow with a high 78. Mainly clear tomorrow night with a low 56. And Monday, mostly sunny with a high of 78. I'm AccuWeather's Gregory Patrick on WPG Talk Radio
2: 95.5. If you'd like to email me during the week, and I do get a lot of emails, and I do appreciate your participation J-D-A-D-V-1 at Comcast.net. That's my email address, J-D-A-D-V-1 at Comcast.net. Also, you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Facebook, our Facebook address, at Talk With a Purpose, at Talk With a Purpose is our Facebook address. And that is our show, Talk With a Purpose, every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And I'm John DeMassey. Let's talk to John. In Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose.
9: Good morning. Yeah. Taking the AR 15, which is the most effective self defensive weapon ever, out of the hands of regular people and implementing Marxist class warfare along racial lines nothing but your regular. Disappointing, but not surprising, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Personally, I believe that President Washington was deliberately killed. Circa 1799, just one year after getting the skinny from John Quincy Adams that the globalist Parisian Jacobins who hatched that globalist plot in the French Revolution were now consolidating ties here in America. But that's my personal belief. And I'm sure if I joined uh, Liberty Prosperity, I, I would get on Seth Rose's last nerve. He's a great guy, but I don't have to agree with everybody. Everything says. nobody agrees with a, a half of the stuff I say, so vice-versa. But anyway, 40 Russian uh, Pacific Fleet ships have South to support the South China, China and the South China Sea, where Taiwan is, under the guise of military maneuvers and exercises. So if you're a special pleader for Putin, knock it, that H-E double hockey sticks off. Uh, Actually, what's going on around us, there's a brother Moish, I call him brother Moish, he's a Jewish believer in uh, the lower Galilee. I call him brother Moish because I'm a Gentile, but we both believe in Yeshua, Jesus, he's a monarch that will rule the world and will be equal to all people. But that's where I got that skinny from. But uh, I was going to say, he was talking about how, how it is You see the West is an institution, it's not a culture. So Israel's a part of the West, and that Orwellian 1984 that's arising before us, not just in America and uh, Canada, but also in Israel. He's talking about how, uh, how landlords run roughshod over the regular people there. And uh, here, they hold two and a half months of uh, security over your heads. And there, the landlord gets 12 post-dated checks. Now, one of those checks bounces it's going to be in favor of the of the landlord not the tenant so the tenant has to be not the regular person in israel has to be under that paranoia all the time so it's not cool Uh, also he talks about um how the food there is not quite as good well i was going to he talked about name potato name brand potato chips i won't name their names but he was saying it 's not bland, but it 's not as good there are potato chips over there, but I, he doesn 't have a comment section, but I was going to say count, count your blessings before ya yeah, that you don 't have to eat that stuff because uh i 'm not going to name the brand soft drinks that i won 't drink anymore or name brand chips and snacks that i won 't eat because they have a a, a contract with Cs and you can look it up to s e n m o y x in capitals, and they use the flavor excitable, so what they do is they they take aborted fetal tissue kidney tissue from aborted fetuses to enhance the flavor of some foods and to take the bitterness out of others. Even, it's even coffee brands I won't drink anymore. So that's what we're up against. We're up against a globalist plot against regular people. That's how I see it. But I believe this, man. I believe that the world is a hellhole, and there's those who want to take the lid off of it, and we're trying to put the lid back on. And, yes, until Messiah comes back and rolls the earth, it's going to be a hellhole like that. Thanks for letting me call in.
2: All right, John, thanks a lot for the call. I wanted to get, uh, John, maybe you'll call back in the next hour. I wanted to get the name of that company. I mean whatever company is doing what he says they're doing I don't want to buy their stuff either. Craig is in Northfield. Craig, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose.
10: Well, good morning, John. How are you? How you feeling? I'm feeling great. Well, you know, uh I I see we're heading closer to $10 a gallon of gas. Jeez. You know what? You're right. I'm I'm
2: I'm thinking, yeah, it was 4.89 I paid yesterday. I'm thinking to myself, this is this is crazy. I mean, I'm trying to figure out ways I can drive less, you know, because it's just getting it's getting more and more ridiculous, and it's not going to stop so with this with at- this with this administration. It's not going to stop with this thing, with this guy in the White
10: House. Well, it appears, you know, uh, middle class America is struggling, John. I yes, mean, yes. you can see it. I mean, the grocery store, you know, look. You know, if people used to say, you know, Wait, you're buying less. I'm seeing it. I, I got to tell you, um, people talk about minorities and, and whites going against each other. Well, you know, I have a little business, and we have everybody come in here. And I got to tell you, people are upset. Yeah.
11: I, I, people I, see
10: their lifestyle get, yeah. getting crushed. Yeah. But uh, I called you, and, and I heard you about the guns. Chile is taking their citizens' guns away. You so, heard that, right? No, I didn't hear that one. No, I I, I know Canada. Oh yeah, Canada and, is and,
2: Canada is, but I didn't hear about Chile. Yeah,
10: no. Okay, and then and then there's so so let's talk about that that and see. You know, people. I'm I'm a little bit older, so in in my history, we got taught history. We got taught about how the Jew, the Jewish people in France and Poland. They were just marched out of their houses by the, the Nazis, and then they were put into the little trains, and then they were killed. And so and, – and also, if we didn't have guns, would there be a civil war? Let me ask you that, John. Yeah, that, that, you know, that's, that's a good question. Th-
3: that
2: is it?
10: a very good question. That's a very good question. Okay. I mean – It's a very good question. And also, when you say about this, uh, oh, they they don't believe in the AR-15s, that's not your right. Now they want to take away the clip for the 9mm and take away the 9mm, which is about 70% of guns owned in this country. Right. But the biggest story, John, this week is that the law firm that uh, uh, actually represents the Democratic Party, okay, has a office with the FBI in it. Wow. So that law office, the FBI is in there, okay, and so I I'm I'm kinda wondering if the Democratic Party's telling the FBI to go after Roger Stone. Remember he got that yeah, big arrest? Right. Yeah. Well I I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I mean, I mean nothing I'm surprises just, me. So we we have a congressman here, right? Our congressman that comes on? Yes. Okay. Uh, Okay, so uh, I'm hoping he's listening right now. I forget his name. Could you help me out? Jeff Van Drew. Van Drew. Thank you. I'm sorry, Jeff. And he's a great congressman. Jeff, please, you got to look into this here. Does the Republican Party have an FBI office in it? Because we should have equal representation, should we? Oh, absolutely, absolutely right. I mean, no question about it. mm
2: -hmm. By the way, before before John, you you
12: are
2: before you get off. I just want to say thank you very much. You 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 did a great job for me. I'll be wearing your your tuxedo tonight at the uh, gala, the Marty Small inaugural ball. Uh, I will be attending that, and you did a great job. You have a great business. And I mentioned to your sons how lucky they were. I don't think they got what I was trying to say to them. (laughs) So,
10: (laughs) you know, well, you know, they're they're kids, you know, what can I tell you? (laughs) Well, they're actually young adults now. So and they have and and I I, and for those people that, uh, you know, you listen to me, I'm a conservative and. I've been pretty tough on my children, but uh, you know, I, I have to say that I get a lot of compliments about you know their structure yes. and ha- how they handle themselves. Yes. So uh, you know, you know how I was brought up. So sometimes maybe I'm a little too tough on them, but it, I don't think it's hurt them. No. But no. Uh, John, I want to follow up. I just want to ask you now because you were totally against guns before. Yeah, that totally was when against I, guns the, before when I first started. When I first started the show. Yes, you're right. Yes, and and, and and so now that you can see every the, the nine millimeter, do you think we should be able to have safety in our homes? Yes, yes. Okay. Do, do you think I should be able to have a gun to protect myself? Absolutely. In my home.
2: Yes, absolutely. Okay.
10: <laughs> that's all. I that's that's I I'm, I'm proud of you. I want you to enjoy yourself tonight, and we're not going to say what colors you're wearing, but I got to tell you, America will be proud. Well, thank you. I'm wearing red, white, and blue. All right. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. There you go. <laughs>
2: Craig, thank you. thanks a lot for the call. Appreciate it. By the way, Craig's company is Formal Dimensions on the Black Horse Pike in the EHT. If you're headed up the Black Horse Pike towards Hamilton Mall, it's right there on the right-hand side. You can't miss it. Formal Dimensions did a great job for me in getting me a really nice tux for tonight's event. And uh, I'll let you know about it next week here on the show. It is Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. After the break, Tom and then Dan and maybe you. And of course, we'll carry over our discussion into the 10 o'clock hour at 609 407 1450. Back with more talk with a purpose in hour number one after these words.
13: My name is David Dorshu with Recovery Centers of America, and I want to help you find freedom for your addiction to drugs and alcohol today. Here at Recovery Centers of America, located in Mays Landing in South Amboy, New Jersey. We believe that with the right tools and right people by your side, coupled with faith, you can recover. That's why we created Freedom, a Christian-based addiction treatment program designed to strengthen your faith and help you achieve lasting recovery. Our expert team of physicians, clinicians, and nurses will provide you with evidence-based treatment, and our pastors and spiritual advisors will guide you to healing through a fresh connection to God. Do Bible studies, prayer, and biblically-based 12-step recovery groups. Don't wait. Call 1-888-RECOVERY today. Your future is so much brighter than you can imagine. The only thing you have to do is ask for help. At Recovery Centers of America, we answer the phone and admit patients 24-7. Call 1-888-RECOVERY today.
14: Are you stuck in the 70s? Maybe the 80s. Looking at your kitchen or bath, you don't know what year it's from, but it sure looks old, tired, and in need of refreshing. Kitchen and bath designer Krista Carullo can help you transform your kitchen or bath into something very special. Home improvements like these can substantially improve the value of your home. Krista has designed and implemented hundreds of new kitchens and baths in the Vettner, Margate, Longport, and other areas of South Jersey. For more information on how Krista can help you, contact her at 609-694-5666. 609-694-5666. Need to see samples of her work? Krista will be happy to send you some dazzling photos of her recent designs. Don't stay stuck in the 70s or 80s. Move up and make your home the desirable place it's meant to be. Contact Krista Carullo at 609-694-5666.
2: And we want to remind you that if you miss any of our shows, we're on Saturday live, 9 till noon, and then we have our replay Sunday from five until eight. If you miss either of those, you can always just Google John Demasi podcasts, and all of the shows come up. So you could listen to any show at any time. I think we have about 115 shows on there now. So can you imagine, I've done 115 plus. Can't imagine that. What. Anyway, it is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, night till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Let's talk to Tom and Little Egg. Tom, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose.
15: Hey, John. How you doing? Hey, don't uh, Tom? First of all, uh, I'm doing great. Hey, it's a wonderful day, man. I'm alive. I'm breathing. I'm talking to you. How better can life get? Right?
2: That's right, Tom. You got it.
15: So listen, John, I, you know, I work in a, you know, a co-worker come up to me. Tom, do you well, it's not just him. Out of 10 people, nine people are, are complaining about our gas prices. Well, the one comes up to me yesterday. I goes do you believe the gas price? I go, well, first of all, before you complain, who did you vote for? Oh, Biden. Well, there you go. There you it's go. Right. The rest, right. So, so I don't want to hear it. I'm voting. He goes, I'm voting Republican next time. I said, well, kind of too late for that now, isn't it? Yeah. So make a long switch. Yeah. You know? So and he did, he did, he didn't liked my attitude, but he agreed. I, he, I was kind of ticked off. I says, don't even come to me complaining about it. I'm paying the prices. I'm paying thirty dollars a day to go to the casino to go to work. So I don't want to hear it. Right. So to make a long story short. I'm going to change the subject. Well, you know we're all suffering, and something's going to happen. And then there's gun law. where it's going down a slippery slope. If this happens. We're all in trouble. Oh, yeah. But I'm hoping. I'm, I'm sure they'll fight it. It won't pass. But you know, right now they try to do what they want. And the other thing, Nancy Pelosi. Oh yeah.
2: How about yeah. that? What huh?
15: Yeah, uh, and I guarantee you, she was in the car with him. The only way he got stuck because he got in an accident. If he didn't get in an accident, they would have buried this, you know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think she was in there drunk with him. But wait a minute, well, where's his security? Doesn't he have security, too? I don't understand this. How is he driving and drinking around? Unless he's with his, well, if you look at Nancy, he's probably got a girlfriend anyway. Why would you want to (laughs) come back to that anyway?
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, hey, listen, Tom. Uh, uh, you, l- let's be nice to the women in our audience, okay? Uh, oh, I am. No, uh, well, yeah.
15: Well, I, if, if you want to call her a well, woman, no, I'm sorry.
2: Well, how about this one? Did you hear this? The Archbishop of San Francisco has banned her from receiving Holy Communion because she's not a good person.
12: David, oh, <laughs> it. That's... <amazing. laughs>
15: That's... Wait a minute. She, I every time my, every time I see you on TV I see a halo around her head. Come on now. <laughs> <Yeah. Al. laughs> oh. oh god. Ain't this, ain't this the greatest country in the world, oh, yeah. You gotta oh, love yeah. it. I, it is. We yeah. just have the wrong people running it right now. We yeah. can get back to where we were once you get rid of all these crooks in office, you know.
2: What do you ain't think the, uh, you know, you're a casino worker. What do you think about McDevitt and local fifty four and the uh, picketing uh, outside the trop, and maybe he's going to pick at your casino. Who knows? I mean, what what's going well, on hey, there?
15: Um, can I can I can I be honest with you? I am a local fifty four member. Yes. Um, you know, I, I've been up in hands with this union, and I listen. I've been in the casino for thirty two years. I never needed the union to represent me. You know, yeah. the one good thing we had we, we don't pay for our medical. I haven't paid for my medical in thirty two years. Okay, well, that's good. Right? That that yeah. But the, the worst thing I hate are pension stinks. After thirty two years, I get like seven eight hundred dollars. That's what stinks about the union. Yeah, and I, and I complain about that all the time. And uh, I feel like, and we had to wear we got to wear a name tag or a, a button, where We want more hourly. I do okay. I don't need any more hourly. I want a better pension because I'm ready. I'm I'm heading down that road now to re, you know to retire. But I can't live off their pension. Yeah. You know it's terrible. Yeah, uh, it's terrible. Right. So they can strike. It. They can strike and do whatever they want. I mean. They had years to, um, and, and one other thing that ticked me off: they supported uh, Phil Murphy. They gave him some money, and I yeah. figured, "Well, oh, you steal stealing from my pension fund." Why would you even support him? Why are I asking the union member? Well, that's some of right. them don't understand, how that, they right. just do it yeah. anyway. Yeah, I, so I, I have um, a little between you. Know? I,
2: I, I'm not. And uh, Tom, thanks for the call. Uh, Dan, Howard, and Bernard, we're going to ask you to hang on if you can through the news, and then we'll pick you up. We'll open up the 10 o'clock hour with you, and uh, we'll give you time because we we got, what do we got, about a minute and a half, Pete? And we got one minute, give or take a few seconds, so we don't want to cut you off uh, before we go to the news. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5, and I'm John DeMassi. We've been talking about guns. We're talking about guns. We're talking about uh, uh, Whoopi Goldberg, Nancy Pelosi, all those wonderful people, those wonderful Democrats, liberals, progressives that we don't need any more of, basically, plain and simple. Uh, maybe the punishment should be like you have to watch The View for seven days in a row. Can you imagine that for punishment? <laughs> you wouldn't make the seven days. You'd probably want to hang yourself after that. Oh, It's uh, too much. Coming up, uh, hour number one, uh, looks like it's in the books. Hour number two, we're going to talk about Gabe Kapler. You may not know who he is if you don't follow sports, but Pete and I follow sports, so we know who he is, unfortunately. Um, Also, uh, we're going to talk about California and reparations. Coming up, hour number one in the books. Hour number two on the way. I'm John DeMassi. You know what we say. Don't go away. 95.5
1: FM and 1450 AM, WPTG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station.
0: The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassi. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square media or station advertisers.
1: WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now the host of Talk with a Purpose, John Demassi.
2: Our number 2 Talk with a Purpose every Saturday 9 till noon WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Good to have you with us as always. 609-407-1450 is the number here as per usual. 609-407-1450. As I mentioned before we uh, when we when we ended the first hour, uh, Dan Howard and Bernard, we appreciate you hanging in there. We'll get to you in just a moment. But first, I got to talk about this. All right. And it's interesting that uh, Pete is here because Pete comes from the world of sports and you can hear him on 97.3. And, of course, many years ago, we saw him on TV 40. If only we could bring back a local TV station. <laughs> that would be nice. I got to talk about this guy. This is another Colin Kaepernick story. You remember Colin Kaepernick a few years ago. Uh You know, there's a thing in sports, which I don't know why this is, but sometimes these athletes, and not only athletes, but people in management, they stick their nose into situations that they have no business sticking their nose in. It's sort of like if one of us went up to the coach of the Eagles and said, Hey, coach, you know, That play you called uh, when the Eagles had the ball and they could have scored, but you called a stupid play. I mean, that was stupid. You should have called this. Well, we don't do that. I mean, we do that on talk radio. but, But they feel compelled to comment on things that they have no business commenting about. And I'm talking about Gabe Kapler, who used to manage the Philadelphia Phillies. And I will be very honest with you. I am an avid sports fan, a Philadelphia sports fan. And I absolutely hated Gabe Kapler as manager of the Phillies. I thought he was the worst. And not only was he the worst, but he's a flaming liberal who doesn't know. uh, I can't say what I want to say. (laughs) He doesn't know anything. What's he know? Well, first of all, he's from California, so that's strike one. Gabe Kapler, who is now the manager of the San Francisco Giants in Major League Baseball. He used to manage the Philadelphia Phillies and they fired him, which rightfully so. He came out and he said, he's not going to come out of the dugout for the national anthem. Because he doesn't like the direction of the country. So until things change, he's going to stay in the clubhouse for the national anthem. Now, I want to ask you a question. What good is that going to do? Does he think that Congress is saying, oh, my God, Gabe Kapler is not coming out for the national anthem. We better do something. First of all, I'll bet you half the people in Congress don't even know who he is. Those of us who follow sports and and Pete's here, he knows everything. But most of the people, I got news for you. (laughs) We we can probably
7: get some people on here now and say who's Gabe Kapler. I mean, now he be... did he did put his protest, if you will, on, on suspension for Memorial for Day. Memorial yeah. Day. Yeah. Yeah, so thank God he wasn't dumb enough to continue right. his protest. Right, but your point is accurate, John. In that you know I. Look, we all, you all have a right to think what you want to think and right. say what you want to say. And he's on a very public platform. And do the senators know who he is? Does the Congress know? But no. the media do. Yes. And the beat writers do. And the blogs and the video things and all that. And it became a big thing. Like, you know, the fact that he wasn't going to come out and then the will he or won't he for Memorial Day. So I think in his mind, he thinks that this is calling attention to the issue. To me, I look at it like a drop in the bucket. But right. it does bug me that he went 161 and 163 in two seasons with the Phillies. And then the he leaves. He wins the damn manager of the year award. <laughs> and, uh, and he's a genius. You know? yeah, yeah. But, of course, he had more talent out there. So, Absolutely. you know, I digress. Well, thank you very much, Pete. Thanks for your, thanks for your two cents. We appreciate You're it. You're
2: welcome. So th- the question is, what makes him qualified do, do we – I mean, listen, how about if we go in there in this clubhouse and say, hey, Gabe, you know, I want to talk to you about some moves you can make during the game. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense. And one more thing on, on the world of sports. The Tampa Bay Rays, also in Major League Baseball. Uh, I happen to have some friends who live in that area in Florida, and I visited that area, and they have a spring training facility – And they wanted the state of Florida to give them $32 million so they could build a new training facility in, I believe it's Port Charlotte, Florida. I've been to that facility. It's very nice. Very nice. So the governor of Florida, and who I hope is our next president, Ron DeSantis, DeSantis said, no, we're not going to do that. And, of course, the Rays and the liberals said, he's retaliating against us. Well, you know why? Because the Tampa Bay Rays came out and said we need more gun control. What does that have to do with Ron DeSantis? So they're saying, well, he's retaliating again, as he did with Disney. Well, he's not retaliating. He said, I'm not giving you $32 million. You make money. Major League Baseball teams make money. They get billions in contracts from from. Uh, from television rights. So Ron DeSantis is right. So here we go. The world of sports dipping their nose into, uh, you know, politics and and policies and all that stuff. I had enough of that. I had enough of Gabe Kapler. Yeah, you continue. You continue your protest, Gabe, and you insult every veteran who's ever served in this country. That's exactly what you're doing. You don't think about that. You think, you think liberals care about that? You think progressives care about that? No, they don't. They don't care. They just got to push their agenda. <sighs> Boy, I'll tell you. 609-407-1450. Talk of the Purpose. Saturdays 9 till noon. WPG. Talk Radio 95.5. Let's get to your calls. Dan is in Linwood. Dan, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose.
11: Hey, John. Pete, how you doing this morning? How you doing, Dan? I'm good. Um, I would say if you polled 100% of our population and asked them who Gabe Kapler was, 94% would say he starred in Welcome Back, Cotter. (laughs) That's that's right. That's a good one. That's a good
2: one. Yes.
11: (laughs) Yeah, I remember that show. It was a good show. Good show, too. I'm going to ask you and Pete to do a, uh, since we're getting to the end of the school year, I'm going to ask you for some grades on some folks. I just wondered if you could give them a letter, grade A to F. Okay. Uh, First of all, uh, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. F. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm. F. And how about the uh, Secretary Mayorkas? F. Vice President Kamala Harris. F-plus-plus-plus. President Joseph Ribboncott Biden. F-plus-plus-plus-plus-plus. Well, here's a a guy who makes a speech in front of the naval, uh, Naval Academy saying that he got an appointment to the Naval Academy, but he didn't go. But the problem is he graduated the University of Delaware that year, and the Naval Academy is not, I repeat, not a graduate school. So there would be no appointment because there could be no appointment.
2: You mean to tell me, Dan, that President Biden lied? Come on, now.
11: You, you. you no, actually, on. actually, he didn't. He introduced himself as the president, Joseph Biden, but that was the last truthful thing he said during that speech. <laughs>
2: Well, you know, he embellished over the years that he graduated top in his class and he graduated at the bottom. Remember that one?
11: Yeah, he had uh, 167 credits and he was the top uh, moot court st- student in the United States. He got the awards. None of it and none of it was true.
2: That's right. And he plagiarized, too, over in his career. So
11: come on. So his, cur- his current trip, just to give you guys a, f- a closing, is he's going to Saudi Arabia to ask for oil when he could easily go to Texas, Alaska, Pennsylvania, yeah. Wyoming, yeah. North Dakota, and, yeah. and, do, and and just say, guys, start. Oil. just one word from the president at this point, gas prices would go down a dollar. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. He's too stubborn. He's got, he's got Brock behind him, and Brock says... The ideal gas price is $15. You remember that speech? Yeah, I remember that speech. Yes. Yes. Well, I'll tell well, you, I'll tell it you it what, happened. Dan.
2: I'll tell you what. And, Dan, thanks for the call. Yeah, we should, we should tell uh, Barack to, to subsidize our gas. How's that? Think he would do that? 609-407-1450. Uh, is this Howard? Okay. Howard in EHT. Howard, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose.
6: Yeah, good morning, John. There was a great thing about oil. We all know about it. We've been hearing the same story about Biden for the last uh, three years, and two years. You know, it's the same story. Yeah. And he's still there and he's still getting things screwed up. So, you know, it's like, hello, the vote, that's all he got. Now, let me talk about gun ownership. All I keep hearing about gun ownership is people that are afraid they're going to lose the right, to lose the right to have the gun at their house, to protect themselves at their house. You know what? That's not the argument. The argument is the gun to protect you no matter where you are. It's not right. that You should have the right to carry a gun. That should be the argument. That should be the aim of people today. I mean, like, who can you trust today? And it's getting worse. Yes. Every year that we live, now it's the FBI we got a problem with the police at times. I'm not saying all police. We all know the story. It's not everybody. It's not just the point is the only people you can trust. Like Jefferson said, the only way we're going to maintain, uh, this type of, of government that we have is to teach the general people to to like, uh, freedom to, to like that and that they will, they will protect us. They will protect that, that way of life for us. That's what we're not doing. We're not protecting ourselves. We, we don't have the ability to protect ourselves today. And if we had that ability, you think 95% of these guys that pull out these weapons and shoot them are ever going to do that if they think somebody else around them is going to have a gun and kill them first. So, you know, it's a matter of fear. Who has the most fear? And the way to put fear in the end of, of, of criminals... Or people who are intent with evil doings is to make them think twice because there's a possibility they don't have to worry about the cops. They don't have to worry about the FBI. They they, they know they're not around there. What they have to worry about is maybe Aunt Mabel on the side over there sitting with a thirty eight in her pocketbook. Yeah, you know, Howard,
2: that Howard. would change you make you make some yeah. good points, but the problem is what you described as being able to carry a gun anywhere. You can't in New Jersey. Well,
6: no, no, not, no. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm not crazy. Not anywhere, of course. I mean, there are restrictions. I mean, if, if, if we all know everybody wants to kill a politician, so I guess that's what we have to think. That's what they think. They have protection for most of those guys. at uh, Federal level but have protection their whole lives. But I understand. If the president's appealing and all that, no, there can't be any. You can't take your weapon. There are places you, that I'm really... You know, but that's going to be a known thing. You can't take your weapon there. And when you can't take your weapon, you're going to have police there. There's a reason why. Yeah. And you so you're going to have protection. You're not going to need your weapon at that place. You're not going to need that kind of thing because you're going to have protection as best that society can provide. Yeah. That's, that's all I can say about that. But the bottom line is we're not talking about that. I understand exactly what you just said. It can be uh, places of worship. It can be uh, uh, maybe not schools. Hello, <laughs> not schools. Yeah. Somebody's yeah. got to be, you know. And you and you know, uh, it's got to be. Listen, they can have two levels of this. If you just want to own a gun for your house, fine. That's one level. And that's a level that has a different amount of, uh, of criteria that is uh, developed to so who, can buy, who can get it done just for the house. If you want to carry a weapon, that's a whole different set of criteria. I have no problem with that. You know, make them get, get trained, make them go uh, all that, make them get uh, processed, make them get it okayed by this psychiatrist, that doctor, whatever the hell they want. But. We want our freedom in this country. And the only way we're going to provide freedom for ourselves, how are we going to provide freedom? we got to protect ourselves first. Right. But not right. just at our house. Not just at our house. You know, that's not the way it is. That's not the way the world is. Yeah. And uh you know we got to stop. You know getting down and going. Oh, listen, I want the right, I'm afraid they're going to take our right to, for a gun away. They, they ain't taking that right away in this country. You know it, John. No, and I know. They're, it. No, they're not. Yeah, they're not. That,
2: would, they're be, not. that yeah. would be. This is all noise. Yeah, that would be. Howard, this but, is this is but, all, all noise. And thanks for the call, Howard. We got to got to move on. Unfortunately, we have got a lot of calls. We can try to get to all of them. Uh, yeah, th- th- this this stuff. This is noise. This is Biden. Taking advantage of a situation that he comes on TV and you know, breaks into national TV and he comes on and says, "Oh, we we got to stop the carnage," and people think, again, it's optics. They think, "Oh, he's doing something." Yeah, he's doing something. All right, you know, they will pass some kind of a law, but it, they're they're never going to take away guns completely. Yeah, can they can they tweak some things here? Yes. And can that help the situation? Yes. But we talked about it last week. It's a mental health problem. By and large, it's a mental health problem. I was watching a movie last night. And it's a recent movie. And it's talking about kids and in their high school. And the one kid says to the other, what are you on? Well, I'm on Lexapro. What are you on? I'm on Zoloft. These are 18, 17, 16-year-old kids. And I'm thinking to myself, When I was in high school, Zoloft was one of our professors, okay? I mean, what what, what, what are we talking about here? I could see my mother and father, they said, well, you know, you got to put your kid on this uh, medication. What? That's the way of the world. Uh, Bernard, uh, is this another Howard? No? Okay, so that's just Bernard and Bob, right? Okay. We got Bernard, and then we got Bob. All right? That's, uh, that's the callers hanging in there, so we, we hope you can hang in there. And maybe you at 609-407-1450. It's Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And I'm John DeMassi. Again, 609-407-1450. We're coming back with more of today's edition of Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. But first, yeah, we're going to talk about good stuff, which is automobiles which is top-notch automobiles, which is Lexus, courtesy of Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. I've been telling you for years, I've been driving a Lexus since 2007. That's all I've driven. And people say, well, gee, how come you keep you keep, uh, you keep going to Lexus? Well, why? I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> because they're great cars. And the ride is perfect. And, you know, there's really never anything wrong, and I I knock on wood when I say that. I mean, repairs are like basic stuff. Uh, Oil change, change tires, brakes, and that's it. There's no major repairs that I've ever had on Lexus. And not only that, but the ride is just just impeccable. People get in my car and I say, boy, I can't believe how smooth this is. Well, yeah, you can believe it, because that's it. That's how it is. And whether it is the uh, ES350, which I have, or you have the SUV, Uh, Or you have the the smaller version, and there's some sporty versions. I have a client who drives a sporty version, and uh, she really loves that. So and that's all she's driving is Lexus. So a lot of people have the same feeling, and I've been noticing lately that uh, a lot more Lexus on the road than I've seen before, which means people are getting smart about the cars that they drive. Lexus of Atlantic City, located at 3169 Fire Road in EHT, online at aclexus.com that's aclexus.com and you're talking about shortages of cars and uh, listen you drive by my niece drove by there a couple of weeks ago she says they don't have any cars i said don't worry about it i mean first of all you have a lexus so do i and if you need a, a car they can get one for you they are part of a large network of dealerships so don't worry about what you see on the lot that's uh, the, that's just what you see but they can get you a car Stop in and talk to uh, Helen or uh, anyone else at Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road EHT, online at aclexus.com, and tell them you heard about it here on Talk With a Purpose. We're coming back with more of the show and your
0: calls after these words. Chances are you've tasted the delicious fruits and vegetables from B.F. Mazio, but didn't know it. That's because B.F. Mazio has a huge wholesale division that delivers to area restaurants, schools, hospitals, and more. If you own a restaurant or run a commercial kitchen, call B.F. Mazio's Wholesale Division at 609-641-6608. That's 609-641-6608. And don't forget B.F. Mazio at 601 New Road in Northfield. Call 609-641-6608.
13: My name is David Dorshu with Recovery Centers of America, and I want to help you find freedom for your addiction to drugs and alcohol today. Here at Recovery Centers of America, located in May's Landing in South Amboy, New Jersey, we believe that with the right tools and right people by your side, coupled with faith, you can recover. That's why we created Freedom, a Christian-based addiction treatment program designed to strengthen your faith and help you achieve lasting recovery. Our expert team of physicians, clinicians, and nurses will provide you with evidence-based treatment. And our pastors and spiritual advisors will guide you to healing through a fresh connection to God. Do Bible studies, prayer, and biblically-based 12-step recovery groups. Don't wait. Call 1-888-RECOVERY today. Your future is so much brighter than you can imagine. The only thing you have to do is ask for help. At Recovery Centers of America, we answer the phone and admit patients 24-7. Call 1-888-RECOVERY today.
3: I'm Seth Grossman for LibertyAndProsperity.com. Last month, the ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, and New Jersey law enforcement agencies falsely blamed white supremacists and right-wing extremists for rising anti-Semitism in New Jersey. However, during the past few years, the most deadly attacks on Jews in New Jersey were done by black nationalists, not whites. They included last month's brutal beatings and knifing to Orthodox Jews in Lakewood and the deadly 2019 attacks on Jews in Jersey City and in nearby Muncie, New York. At Rutgers University, eggs were thrown at Jewish students during a Holocaust ceremony. Yearly Al-Quds rallies around the state often include Jew-hating rhetoric. So why don't the ADL and Homeland Security talk about this? Is it because they'd rather help elect Democrats than keep Jews safe? Let's talk about it at libertyandprosperity.com. Help us reach more people, join our weekly breakfast, donate what you can to keep us on the air and online. Libertyandprosperity.com. Thanks.
2: do want to remind you that if you miss any of today's show, we have our Talk With a Purpose replay Sundays, 5 until 8, right here at WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Every Sunday, 5 until 8, Talk With a Purpose replay right here. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Also, you can hear us on 1450 AM and online at WPGTalkRadio.com. WPGTalkRadio.com. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday 9 till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Bernard is in AC. Bernard, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose, and thanks for holding on. Thanks for taking my call,
12: Mr. DeMasi. This has been a and uh, give you a foundation. I have uh, six decades of watching baseball. I'm 72. And when I watched uh, my booklet Dodgers with my father, and he gave me the basics, what he knew, and then I've got six decades of foundation, and I know baseball. Okay. Uh, first of all, this is like a foundation for my actual uh, comment. Uh, sort of like what uh, Seth Grossman would do. Uh foundation. Like Piazza was a Met catcher. Yes. Bob Clemens was a Yankee pitcher. Yes. Piazza hits the ball. He shatters his back. The uh, barrel that it goes to the feet of Clemens. And while well, he just stopped running between home and first, Clemens threw the bat part at him, and got to his feet with it. Okay, uh, he didn't didn't throw it back at him because there is a certain kind of uh, relationship between curing catcher. Yes, we'll give you the foundation of the uh, the two people. Yeah. Now, being that said, uh, the Phillies uh, lost to the Mets seven to one. I was on the radio show back then, and I said, Mister Joe Girardi, that's strike one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if I, you remember, I I I stopped
2: watching yeah. it, Bernard. I stopped watching the Phillies right after that game because I watched that game and I, I yeah. said I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't I, take it after that. Uh, I said I, I said I'm done, I'm done, and I haven't watched them since.
12: <laughs> Maybe I'll start yeah, well, watching uh, it again. Uh, I, gotta... I did a bit of that myself. So while listening to before the game, uh, uh, Joe Joe Rody. I said something to the effect of, I guess, that strike two, referring to why he didn't, uh, why the Phillies didn't win that fourth game against the Dodgers, which would have been a sweep. Yes. Which was something I I remember. I think
2: anybody. Bernard, we thank you for the call, but we're having a lot of technical difficulties with your connection. Uh, If you want to try to call back on a better line, we'll have Pete test it. Before he comes back on, okay, and we'll we'll, uh, we'll 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 do that.
7: Yeah, a landline would probably work a little better. Yeah. sometimes uh, the cell phones cut uh, out a little just, bit. I, mean, I will say this: uh, for, he said he was seventy-two, right? Yeah, seventy-two, and that incident where the bat was broken off, and uh, he picked Roger Clemens picked it up and threw it at him. Right, that's two thousand. So way to go, Bernard, for <laughs> recalling something from twenty-two years ago with a sharp acumen.
2: By the way, be careful about what you say about 72. <laughs> it's my age, okay? I mean, uh, you, you know. You, I'm you, just you, saying. You, it's you, older you, you than just, me. You, well, I know I'm older than you. <laughs> you I did, mean, I'm older
7: than you. And you did Chris, tell, me, you did tell me about the prom earlier. Yeah, did, and yeah, when that, you were referencing your sports event versus my sports <laughs> event, I was like, hmm. Yeah, that was a long
2: time ago,
13: yes. <laughs>
2: All right, 609-407-1450, a rare moment in our show where we have some open lines. Uh, we did talk about Gabe Kapler first hour. We talked about uh, guns and we talked about the Uvalde thing and, uh, you know, liberals blaming it on the violence, uh, of course, the gun violence caused by systemic inequality. But I want to talk about something else. I don't know if you saw this, but it's kind of typical. For California. What would you expect from California? The slavery reparations movement had a significant uptick the other day. There was a report released detailing California's role in perpetuating discrimination against African-Americans. They released a 500-page document laying out the harms suffered by descendants of enslaved people long after slavery was abolished in the 19th century. Here's the quote from the task force, and I'll get to my point in a moment. This is a quote from the task force. 400 years of discrimination has resulted in an enormous and persistent wealth gap between black and white Americans. These effects of slavery continue to be embedded in American society today and have never been sufficiently remedied. The governments of the United States and the state of California have never apologized to or compensated African-Americans for these harms. That's what this task force said. Now. They also said that they also had recommendations for incarcerated people, of course, who are African-American. They should not be forced to work while in prison. Can you imagine you're in prison for whatever you did? You're in prison. Okay, so you are being punished. So part of that is in prison. They have these work details, whatever they happen to be. Now in California, the task force says, "Well, you shouldn't have to be forced to work while you're in prison, and if you work, you got to get paid fair market value." So, in other words, if a worker outside of prison is making sixteen dollars an hour, they should get sixteen dollars an hour. Why? You're in prison. You're you're in prison, and you're doing something because you're in prison. You're helping. Yeah, I mean that's your punishment. <laughs> it's. How about this one? Uh, inmates should also be allowed to vote, and they should be allowed to serve on juries. If you've been in prison, you can't serve on a jury. Uh, and also, this is California now. They want a state-subsidized mortgage program to guarantee low rates for qualifying African-American applicants. They want free health care, free tuition to California colleges and universities, and scholarships— to African-American high school graduates to cover four years, to cover the whole education. I mean, and, and I'm, I'm looking at this, and I'm saying, well, well uh, what about the families of those who were killed in the Civil War? What about those reparations? Those people died to help free the slaves in the civil war 300,000 families we have never heard one peep about those reparations have we but here's california oh we got to get reparations and i have some other stats which i i've got my notes buried here and 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 i'll get to them after the break and we look like we have a bunch of calls coming in so we'll uh, we'll wrap this up and then we'll uh, we'll get to we'll, we'll get to that 609-407-1450, that's our number here. Talk with the Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5, and I'm John DeMassey. One more thing. Uh Frank, who is a regular listener to the show, and he's also a regular emailer, Frank does a very, very uh, good job. Every week he gives me a summary of the show. And he gives me his opinion on on who called and what they said. And he gives me his take on what they said. And I think it's really, it's sort of like the post-John Demassey show analysis. (laughs) Which, Which, listen, we do that in sports. Why don't we do it here? So Frank suggested that we do something with the callers and we have a caller debate. So in other words, caller A would debate caller B. And I said it's a great idea and I wanted to thank him for it. But the problem is, most of us who call most of you who call here on the show you kind of if you agree with me you you generally agree but then you you may disagree on a point but we very rarely have a lot of callers that talk about the other side we don't we don't really get the, the liberals the liberals and the progressives and all those they don't want to come on here they don't want to get beat up so if you Feel that you would like to debate or be a part of a debate, all you got to do is email me. Give me your, your name and number and I'll contact you and we'll see if we can work something out. J D A D V One at Comcast.net. Feel free to do that. Talk with the Purpose is the show, Saturdays nine till noon, WPG, Talk Radio ninety five point five. Greg, is that May, Pete? Mm-hmm. Greg, May, and Bob. In that order after the break, I'm John DeMassi. More talk with a purpose after these words.
16: The market is up, the market is down. I know from day to day, there's a fair amount of volatility. You worry, I worry. We all worry, but not so much when you have a sound financial plan that doesn't depend completely on the market. Hi, I'm Joe Yakovic with this Money Minute. You'll find some real insights in my new book, The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In this book, I explain in detail how I approach financial planning, retirement, insurance, and many other topics. For a free copy of my book, The Heart of Your Money, simply contact my office at 856-751-1771. That's 856-751-1771. Or you can email me at Yakovich at brokersifs.com. And don't forget, I'm here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 with These Money Minutes. I'm Joe Yakovich with This Money Minute, and thanks for listening.
8: East Coast roofing and siding. Hi, I'm Larry Styler And I'm Sean Steyler. In our ever-changing economy, we certainly understand the need for homeowners to watch their spending. But your home is not a place to cut corners. When you're in need of roofing, siding, or windows, place your trust in East Coast for our certified services and installations. Our GAF Masterly Contractor Status provides assurance that you're dealing with a reputable company that can provide you quality roofing products and lifetime warranties. Our CertainTeed 5-Star Contractor Status ensures you'll get the professional siding job that you deserve Faithfully serving South Jersey since 1979, we can offer you financing options that can help get your project started sooner. So call us now at 609-625-1900 or visit us at EastCoastRoofing.com to schedule your free consultation today. If you'll call, we'll show up. East Coast Roofing and Siding. Trust us with your family and home.
14: Are you stuck in the 70s, maybe the 80s? Looking at your kitchen or bath, you don't know what year it's from, but it sure looks old, tired, and in need of refreshing. Kitchen and bath designer Krista Carullo can help you transform your kitchen or bath into something very special. Home improvements like these can substantially improve the value of your home. Krista has designed and implemented hundreds of new kitchens and baths in the Vetner, Margate, Longport, and other areas of South Jersey. For more information on how Krista can help you, contact her at 609-694-5666. 609-694-5666. Need to see samples of her work? Krista will be happy to send you some dazzling photos of her recent designs. Don't stay stuck in the 70s or 80s. Move up and make your home the desirable place it's meant to be. Contact Krista Carullo at 609-694-5666.
17: Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast, Fort South Jersey. This afternoon, plenty of sunshine. Just a great day to be outside. High 84. Tonight, clear skies, low 58. Sunday, partly sunny and pleasant. A nice end to the weekend, high 77. And for Monday, we'll see mostly sunny skies. It will be pleasant once again, high 80. I'm Weathers, Chris Morelli on WPG Talk Radio
2: 95.5. And we're back here on Talk With a Purpose, 609-407-1450. I am looking for my, uh, my notes. I thought I had notes here on... Um, Oh, yeah. This is about this California reparations. African-Americans make up 6% of California's population, (laughs) yet they are overrepresented in jails, youth detention centers, and prisons. 28% of people in prison in California are black. And in 2019, African-American youth made up 36% of minors ordered into state juvenile detention facilities. Oh, we got to give them everything, though. If they're in prison, we got to give them a fair wage. we got to pay them $18 an hour, right? Greg is in and Greg, good morning. Welcome to
18: Talk With a Purpose. Good morning, Mr. Dmadi. How you doing, Greg? Uh, good. It's going to be, a, and thank you for the, the ammo you supplies, us with so far. California reparations. We're going to have a list of names. They don't even have to wait for their checks. They can go direct to the uh, source. Just think about the names that they can stand outside their doors waiting for their money. You have uh, uh, Pelosi. (laughs) You have uh, Waddling Waddle Waters. You have uh, Whoopi Goldberg. I mean, they got a list that will knock your socks off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They don't even have to wait for their money. They can collect it directly from them. Yeah. They ain't getting any out here.
2: Yeah, well, you know, it just goes to show you, Greg, they're California. I mean, they're, they're, they're wackos. I mean, we have a caller here. keep on show. giving. Yeah, keep on giving. I mean, how about this? The, the prisoners, they want the prisoners to not have to work, but if they work... You got to get the same wage as that job calls for outside of prison. So if if, if 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 it's let's say you're working in the kitchen and a kitchen worker gets seventeen dollars an hour, well then you got to pay them seventeen dollars an hour. Why? Why?
18: They're in prison for a reason, aren't they? I mean, exactly. I mean, it's just. I mean, <laughs> They could be passing around $17 yeah, I mean, from body to body. Yeah, you know, it's like... You know, it never has to leave the walls.
2: Right, right. And and then, oh, well, uh, African-Americans should get free college. Free college. Okay, I mean, well, what about the descendants of the, the, the people who had fa- families who died in, in the Civil War, who, who died fighting? 300,000 people died
18: fighting... Well, it was actually 500,000 because yeah. there was another side to that war. They should be responsible for them people, too. That's right. What yeah. the hell? We're yeah. responsible for them. That's right. No, that's it's right. It's all fair in love and war. Yeah. And I touched on two of my least favorite peoples, and I mentioned one already. Yeah. Wow, wow, Whoopi Goldberg. 25, 30 years of practicing a comedic career, which she was very, very good at. She was. And look at the end result of oh. all that work. Oh, oh. <laughs> Can you imagine? You talk about a uh, toad always. It's a shame. She, she really Wolfie, is. We miss you. Oh. What, but I, you got to find out where the hell your head is first before coming back. I'll tell you. The other one is uh, Joy Barnyard. Oh, this yeah. This woman oh, yeah. was a, a phone operator in New York in executive offices. And I every time I hear that her beginning, I always think of Lily Tomlin. Yes, as a telephone <laughs> operator yeah. with cross legs, chewing gum, twiddling her hair, and asking people, "What do you want?"
2: <laughs> right, exactly.
18: Hey, Greg, good stuff. Well we we
2: have <laughs> thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have uh, you know instead of a prize. I mean, uh, we gave out a couple weeks ago. We gave out amazio gift card maybe we'll have a booby prize here on the show you must watch the view two weeks in a row the whole thing and you have to document what they talked about oh my god Jeez, that belongs in the dumpster doesn't it we have may in margate may good morning welcome to talk with a purpose
19: Hey, good morning, John. Thanks for the show. I appreciate your point of view and that we can enjoy this point of view Except besides all the other democratic things on the show, yeah. on the radio. Um, I wanted to mention uh, that after uh, what happened with the gun, I didn't know what topic we were on, but I was waiting to talk about this particular topic. Um, I'm glad that they're uh, starting to straighten up in Texas and, and arm some teachers and uh, the principal and all that and try to send out a warning to people who might want to bring guns to school. Um, you know, I worked in a school, special needs school for at least 10 years, but I was a substitute. So, you know, broken up a little, uh, and I want to say, you know, these people are all different creeds, colors, whatever these, these children, they don't even know if they're black or white. They don't care. They, they like each other. They get along with anybody. And I just want to say, uh, do you think we ever told them that they were disadvantaged at all? No. A special needs people, you know what I mean. Would we want to, you know, encourage you know that kind of discussion in our classrooms? To, yeah. You know, shame on people who have to say, you know, that they had disadvantage. When you look at people like that, yeah. You know what I mean? But, and and they go to work. They had their little jobs at coffee shops and and marshals and folding clothes and uh, and. You know, they 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 try to be productive of people in society. You know, you know what I mean with with their disadvantage. You know,
2: may you're you're talking about a subject I have found when using um, someone who may have a disadvantage in somewhat they are excellent employees. I mean, they're really they are really good employees. I mean, they show up on time. They, they try work, very hard. They work hard. You know, and it's kind of like they know. They do jobs
19: that we don't want to do.
2: Exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah, but uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Congressman Van Drew has, uh, he's putting out a bill. I don't know if it'll pass. I hope it does. Uh, Speaking of schools, Mm -hmm. uh, he's looking to formulate a policy, school resource officers, and what they would be is retired police, retired military uh, they would, of course, be carrying, but they would be sort of there mm-hmm. having presence in all the schools. This is, of course, on a on a national level. Right. And I think that would really deter the problem because, let's face it, these cowards that are 17, 18 years old go in there with a rifle. And if they know that there's uh, professionals, right. sharpshooters in there, they're not going to go into that school. And that, that's basically right. how
19: I look at it. So – well, when we had, uh, well, we used to have metal detectors and things when the schools used to be not just autistic, but also, um, you know, emotionally disturbed. And then they separated those two for a good reason. But also we did have a, you know, routine of, you know, going in the closet. If, you know, because of, you know, the shootings that were happening, we started coming up with this drill of all the kids go in the closet, be quiet, you know, shut, lock the door, uh, turn out the lights. Uh, and some of us, uh, some of us paraprofessionals were trained in, you know, restraining somebody if they went off their medication or if, you know, th- those were just like mild things, of course. But I don't know what happened. Why this is not in place in grammar schools? But maybe they get to bring it all back as well. Yeah, I you know, uh, all uh, the uh, drills. Yeah, just in I,
2: case. yeah, I, I don't know, you yeah. know. I just like that uh, that whole idea, and uh, and,
19: and yeah, and, and, yeah. Do you have somebody armed in the classroom in in the school, a guard or somebody that's an ex police officer or military, or that would be yeah, that
2: fabulous. Be that, I mean, we yeah, should. I, I agree. I agree with that. And May, thanks a lot for the call. Appreciate it. Let's get uh, Bob in Rehoboth Beach. Bob, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose.
20: Hey, John. I'm one across the Delaware Bay. This weekend. <laughs>
2: well, listen. How many? Uh, how many? How many residents do you have? I
20: mean, uh, you know, uh, Florida, I, Cape I, May. I, I don't wanna, <laughs> When when you and I have, have lunch some time, or I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. I've got too many. I'm I'm too, getting too old for this. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but John, you know, John. Hey, look, I, you know, I. Yeah, I, I you know. It, it's time to downsize a little bit. I was
2: just gonna sure. say time <laughs> time to retire, all right?
20: Well I'm not smart enough to do that, John. Well neither but am I, a,
2: believe me. Not. You're in the same boat as me. Yeah.
20: Right. This idea of reparations, you know, we've been paying reparations by we, the U.S. taxpayer, a disproportionate amount of reparations in the form of transfer payments since that, that weasel, Lyndon Johnson, enacted the Great Society along with Teddy Kennedy. We've wasted trillions of dollars and in, a in, in, in huge proportion of that has gone to the African-American community. And with no results, by the way, with absolutely no right. results, it, it, the the problems there are not lack of money. That's not the problem. The problem is is, is sociological problems. It's individual problems, choices they make. Uh, too many children out of wedlock. Over yeah. seventy yes. percent of children out of wedlock yes. since, since the Great Society, which was was a, a there's a causation factor to that. The, 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 since Johnson enacted that, that program, which was, was supposedly passed with good intentions. I doubt that, but that's what, was the motivation. It, it encouraged out of wedlock birth, birth rates. So, and, and not only that, you know, it, it's just, it's life decisions. When you're an individual and you decide not to, to do well in school, you decide not to really pursue your studies, you decide not to, uh, To do your best at employment, or you you start taking drugs or whatever, or acting in a criminal way, you're going to have problems in life. Yeah. You know, whatever your skin color Uh, in this country is. (laughs) Exactly.
2: You know, and and you know what bothers me, Bob? uh, In the first hour, I was talking about uh, this column that that I read in the Philadelphia Inquirer systemic inequality is the reason for the violence. Systemic inequality. (laughs) and And who creates the inequality i mean it it's it's like it's our fault, in other words, it well well, you're white it you've had privilege, oh really I mean, how much privilege did you have, Bob, and you've been successful i mean you you were born with a silver John, spoon in your I, mouth
20: I, right I mean uh, come on I, I i you're probably aware of the neighborhood I grew up right at where the Gretz brewery was located oh yeah between, I remember. on Germantown Avenue oh yeah you know the the schmidt's brewery was not that far away that's right uh not a very not a very pretty part of philadelphia no right? no <laughs> and you know, and, you know I, I could look english wasn't even my first language right so you know what i i had some struggles in school initially sure uh but you know what i got to LaSalle college you know you know what i had to give up playing soccer i uh i stuck my nose in those books so hard and you know what? I did damn well. I did damn well. well I'm sure you did. But, and you know,
2: it's it, it called Bob. It's called achievement, accomplishment, determination to succeed. And 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 I, and I don't understand why everything has to be systemic inequality. You know, it's just. And Bob, thanks for the call. I always appreciate your uh, perspective on things. You know, blame everybody else. It's not my fault. It's your fault because you created a system that we can't succeed. Wait a minute. In the National Basketball Association, 50% of the coaches are African American. 50%. Okay. So where's the inequality there? Okay, 80% of the players are are African American, but that's okay. I mean, I, I don't really care about that. I mean, I like basketball as a sport. I like to watch it. But, you know, it's always it's their fault. It's systemic inequality. That's why we're where we are. Oh, no. You're that. You're where you are because of yourself. The opportunities are there now. And we know that. Talk With a Purpose is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And I'm John Damassey. We are coming up on the end of hour number two. We've got Bill and we've got John. And we'll try to get the both of you after the break. And then, of course, at 11 o'clock, it's our Fighting the Opioid Addiction series. With Recovery Centers of America, Dawn bell Senior VP, is going to be our guest. We're looking forward to that. I'm John DeMasi. Final thoughts in hour number two on Talk
13: with a Purpose after these words. My name is David Dorshu with Recovery Centers of America, and I want to help you find freedom for your addiction to drugs and alcohol today. Here at Recovery Centers of America, located in Mays Landing in South Amboy, New Jersey, we believe that with the right tools and right people by your side, coupled with faith, you can recover. That's why we created Freedom, a Christian-based addiction treatment program designed to strengthen your faith and help you achieve lasting recovery. Our expert team of physicians, clinicians, and nurses will provide you with evidence-based treatment. And our pastors and spiritual advisors will guide you to healing through a fresh connection to God. Do Bible studies, prayer, and biblically-based 12-step recovery groups. Don't wait. Call 1-888-RECOVERY today. Your future is so much brighter than you can imagine. The only thing you have to do is ask for help. At Recovery Centers of America, we answer the phone and admit patients 24-7. Call 1-888-RECOVERY today.
4: When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money inspiration for financial wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovic at brokersifs.com. And you can listen to Joe Yakovich on Saturdays here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856 751 1771. 856 751 1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services LLC is not an affiliated company.
2: All right, back here on Talk With a Purpose. Let's get right to these calls. We've we've got a couple of minutes left of the hour, so I want to get to both of them.
21: Bill is in Ocean City. Bill, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Good morning, John. Uh, I believe that the Ovalde school shooting and others might have been prevented nine years ago when the Grassley-Cruise bill was brought to the Senate for a vote. That bill, if it had become law, would have provided funds and information to protect schools just in the way you've been talking about. But the Democrats filibustered it. It passed in the Senate with a majority vote, but not enough to defeat the filibuster. And so I think every Democrat who voted, including uh, Menendez and Booker, to filibuster that bill should be brought to account and be asked the question, anytime they appear in public, why did you do that? You might have prevented this and added yeah. security and information yeah. database improvements that would have stopped this kid from getting a gun and would have prevented him from entering the school. So I think everyone, Republicans, Democrats, independents this year, have to vote against the Democrat leadership that's causing all these problems. Oh, I
2: agree. We have to vote
21: them and overwhelm their ability to cheat at the election box.
2: uh, I agree with you, Bill. Did you see where, uh, Bill, did you see where Menendez's son is going to run for Congress? Did you see that? No. Menendez's son is nope. going to run. Oh boy!
21: <laughs> I tell you, two of the worst senators he should, ever. He should be asked to. Yeah, he should be asked to resign. Over I know. This. The oh, people absolutely. of New Jersey should say you filibustered a bill that led to the murder of, of children in Uvalde. That could have been prevented. Absolutely, if and, the and, bill had passed. And how about that? That he's a creep.
2: And how about what he did with that uh, that that doctor friend of his? You know, and that guy milked us out of millions of medicare fraud and and you know
21: everyone has children everyone has children that they love you know all parents love their children they don't want them to be murdered when they're in school that's so everyone right. who cares about that issue That's right. should should be on. And when it comes up for a vote in 2025, we have to remember this.
2: Uh, you're absolutely right. Up. You're absolutely we right. We run Bill. him out
21: of office and everyone like him That's right. in November this year. I
2: agree. I agree with you 100%. Bill, thanks for the call. John, we're sorry we can't get to you because we're at the uh, end of the hour. But uh, Booker and Menendez, two of the worst. Two of the worst. Menendez's son is going to run for Congress. Oh, boy. And, and, you know, those dopes in North Jersey, will vote for him. I mean, really. What were they thinking? And Menendez got reelected. <sighs> Hour number two in the books. Hour number three, Don Belomarich, senior VP of Recovery Centers of America. I'm John DeMassi. As always, we continue. Hour number two in the books. Hour number three on the way. Don't go away.
1: 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station.
0: The following program is paid for and presented by John DeBasso. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers.
1: WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609 407 1450. Now, the host of Talk With a Purpose, John DeMassi.
2: Hour number three, Talk With a Purpose, every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Good to have you with us, as always. And we present, as we do every month, our Fighting the Opioid Addiction series with our partners, Recovery Centers of America. We have with us today, and she's been on our show many times, Dawn Bellamarech. She is the senior VP of clinical and operational excellence at Recovery Centers of America, so we'll find out what that title is all about and other things. As always, uh, during this hour, if you have a question, six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. Dawn, when you first came on the show, you were just uh, you were just there as whatever your title was, and every time you come on, you got a new title, so you're you're moving up the ladder at, oh. at Recovery Centers of America.
22: You know. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. A, you, I don't realize it until you put it in perspective for me, but probably so. I was the clinical director at Lighthouse when I first came on.
2: And now you're the senior VP of clinical and <laughs> operational excellence. So what the question is, and I always like to ask what the title means, so what's that title mean?
22: <laughs> yeah, so it's a big one. It's a mouthful, certainly, but ultimately, you know, I help all of our sites really with their mm. clinical patient care pieces and then, you know, operating on the day-to-day. So I work directly with our CEOs across our, you know, the states we operate our 10 inpatient and 13 outpatient facilities.
2: So you're, you're really, I, I guess you've got your, your hands in every, every department over there. Uh, that, that's what it seems like to me.
22: <laughs> yeah, one would say. I mean, I, I want to be able to help, I think, at Lighthouse over the five years that I was there, we really figured out a, a lot of great systems to support our patients and our teams. And my goal is to really to replicate those things. So I'm traveling a lot, you know, definitely trying to support some of our newer teams with the systems that worked well. Um, and ultimately build some of the great patient care that we're known for. And it's it's been really fun. I've been in the role about five months, six months, and it's been great so far. I really feel grateful for it. I, I'm noticing
2: that at RCA and I've, we've been doing this show now, I think we're going on seven years uh, that the emphasis is on 24 seven round the clock care. And you, you cover a lot of bases with that. And we'll get to that later on, but why, why is that important?
22: Yeah, I think it's, you know, access to care is one of the most important things for our patients. A lot of places I know historically, you know, you, you're struggling with substance use, you might call and leave a voicemail or, you know, call and get someone to return your call the following day. And it's, it's hard to access care. And one of the huge barriers RCA tries to break down is that access. So, you know, if you call in, you get a live person in 10 seconds or less on the phone and, you know, you access care 24-7. I think it's a huge barrier that we've overcome and definitely a benefit for patients and our loved ones.
2: You know, it's it's interesting. You you're you're talking about that uh, the hotline. The, and we'll give out that number one eight hundred recovery. You call that number. So, a couple of years ago, uh, f- a friend of mine. She said, "You know, I was at my chiropractor today, and the uh, receptionist told me her son is addicted, and she doesn't know what to do. So, I called the hotline, <laughs> and and I had the person's number. I called the hotline, and 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 was like, you know, the second ring, they." they they answered. Then I called David Dorshu. He called me back. And this is nine thirty on a Friday night. I mean, most places yeah. you, know,
6: you, figure, <laughs> you,
2: you figure you're not going to get any response from that. But th- that's what happened. And and they eventually they got him in, and they they got him, you know, they got him taken care of. So you know, it, it's important, uh, you know, to, to 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 really take care of these things. Y- you got to strike while the iron is hot, and that's kind of your philosophy at the uh, Recovery Centers of America, right?
22: Yeah, I would say it's the whole philosophy. I mean, all of us know we have loved ones, friends, family, right, who struggle with this disease. Sometimes we have a singular moment of opportunity. And, you know, I saw this as clinical director, executive director, CEO, and in my role now. That opportunity is what loved ones are counting on, you know, with RCA and with our teams is that they're struggling day over day, and they want us to to get that opportunity and really leverage it so we can get the help. And that Access 24-7 it's exactly what it's intended for is to, you know, essentially get that moment of opportunity and help someone immediately.
2: Yeah, I, um, I wanted to talk about, you know, you have several facets that we've been talking about this. Uh, you have medical care, you have nursing care, and you have psychological care. And with what we've been talking about on the show today, a lot of the things we discussed were of a psychological nature. So why are all of those three important? At RCA.
19: So
22: I think, you know, we've broken down the silo of just thinking that addiction is about a substance and that, you know, there's not whole issues that impact whole people. And we have more of a holistic approach, which I think is needed. You know, there's it's not a one time thing or reason that, it, you know forces someone into road where they're using substances to cope and it's you know there's mental health concerns there are family issues there you know the whole holistic model of treating patients is really something we incorporate at RCA and I think it helps patients sustain recovery Um, because taking away a substance is just one step on their road to recovery there's all those other components that have to be worked out and treated and you know, honestly addressed with our patients so that we can help them recover for the long haul.
2: And and that's important. And we do want to remind the folks that Dawn Belamarich is our guest. Dawn is the Senior Vice President of Clinical and Operational Excellence at Recovery Centers of America. It's Fighting the Opioid Addiction, our series that we present monthly here on Talk with a Purpose. And if you have a question for Dawn, Uh, You may have someone who you think is addicted, you're not sure, or you know they're addicted. Whatever the case, you can call in and certainly ask her a question, and Dawn will be happy to talk to you. 609-407-1450 is our number here, 609-407-1450. Dawn, we spent a lot of time this morning here on the show. We were talking about uh, not only mental health issues, but we were also talking uh, briefly about how young people today uh, with what's going on in the world they're being you know prescribed some kind of pharmaceutical to help with their mental health which sometimes hurts them more than it helps them and and ultimately in many cases they come into your facility so uh, I, I guess a lot of the emphasis has to be on psychological care at RCA. Wouldn't you agree with that?
22: Yeah, and I think even more, John, glad you brought this up. The world is, you know, very stressful for all of us, right? But young people seem to have more challenges and struggles than ever. And, you know, I think with the the prescribing of some of these pain medications for young people and anxiety medications, we don't always talk through... You know, the underlying mental health concerns and then the addictive qualities that can come from, you know, prescribing those medications. And it's really unfortunate we're seeing a lot of young people needing treatment. Um, and I, we take it really seriously. You know, we create clinical programmings that meet their needs, really try to have young people in groups together so their shared experience. But yet certainly a huge factor is dealing with some of the underlying mental health, um, especially in the the anxiety as it grows in our world really it's it's really a struggle to say
2: yeah you know i have to tell you i've I've visited all the facilities and i've even been to the uh, corporate offices in king of prussia and i saw the call center and i remember i visited the devon facility and mimi was giving me a tour mimi dorshu for those who don't know who she is she's giving me a tour and there's a a bunch of kids coming up to her and i thought they were they work there you know and I said, uh, Mimi, I said, Mimi, they're kind of young. She says, they're patients. I said, you're kidding. Me. <laughs> I, 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 and I, you you don't treat under 18. So they had to be, I guess they were 18 or 19, whatever it was. And she said, that's a large part of our, our patient population. And, and, and you could attest to that yeah. as well. I mean, and I find, I found that very disturbing, uh, I mean, do, do you see any hope? Do you see, uh, you know, a light at the end of the tunnel for, for young people? Uh, w- what's your thoughts on that?
19: Yeah, it, it's sad. I, I think
22: it's a great topic to discuss. I think, you know, to my point earlier, young people are facing challenges, you know, unlike anything most of us have ever seen, right, with social media and certainly some of the things we're seeing in schools. It's, it's really stressful and the level of anxiety and, you know, looking for an escape that our young people are, are dealing with is, it's just really upsetting. So I am an eternal optimist. I always see that there's going to be hope for it, but I think our responsibility as providers is to, you know, help show that hope and, you know, let people know that there's life after substance and mental health struggles. Um, but it, it's, it's certainly something we're working on and working through and, you know, I just, I have hope for the future.
2: Does RCA, do you have more programs, keeping that in mind, what we're talking about here, that young people appear to be more vulnerable to this? Do you have more programs designed to help them?
22: We do, I mean, we have a Discover program which is for young adults specifically, um, and it deals with issues specific to our younger population, right? The, we can all agree that someone who's 60 years old struggling with this disease does not have the same challenges and life experiences that someone who's 18 does. So, Discover really helps our young adults, you know, recover in a setting that's specific to them. We have LGBTQ plus programming as well. Um, we have a balance program, which is essentially for those struggling with mental health and substance use. It's really just about that fellowship and that, you know addiction is a disease of isolation, the more we can help all of our patients, but certainly our younger patients, you know, create a fellowship and and positive behaviors with other young, you know, young adults moving in the same path, the better off we know outcomes can be. You
2: know, you have a, a lot of programs for inpatient and outpatient, whether it's drugs or alcohol or, or any kind of substance abuse. and And I wanted to talk about the the treatment and and for those who are you know, maybe addicted and they're thinking about this, the treatment doesn't end after the initial phase. Uh, you have so many programs. We could probably take up this, ne- this the entire hour just listing the programs. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, talk. Please, oh, I yeah, th- <laughs> I, I mean, I, because I I was looking at some of them and I said, boy, they, they have this, they have that, they have this, they have that. Talk about the full continuum of care you know, before, during, and after uh, they may leave your facility or after the outpatient treatment?
22: I think that this is a huge, you know, priority for definitely RCA and and for me, um, and I'm glad you brought it up, John, is recovery is a lifelong process. I know a lot of times in our society, especially, um, and I'll get off my soapbox soon, I promise, But it's a lot of instant gratification and, you know, like nowadays, right, wanting to get things in the immediate. And one of the things we try to emphasize is that recovery is a lifelong process. And, you know, inpatient treatment may be a starting place, but ultimately it takes a lifelong of, you know, continuous recovery and change behaviors to sustain recovery. And we do a phenomenal job of that at RCA, if you like, and and really, you know, want that to be our differentiator. So if you come in and and you may need a detox, right, you stay with us through inpatient. You step down to outpatient, you know, you're able to access mental health treatment, but that we keep you engaged through family support, alumni, and now we have our digital app, you know, known as shout out. We want our patients to to be a, a part of the RCA family for life. We really want them to start, you know, at the point where they need to come in, but then know that they have a recovery family with us for, you know, their entire process.
2: You know, I I have to ask you this because I'm sure you get this and much of your staff gets it, and I'm sure your interventionists get this when they're talking to folks who may come into your facility. Does your system, does your programs work? I know you get that all the time. So let's talk about it here.
22: (laughs) I'd love to. Thanks for asking. Um... I do get asked that all the time, and I, I will say this, yes. I think we have some of the most talented clinical and medical, you know, and leaders that I've ever seen in this industry. Um, it works, you know, if patients are willing to work it. Um, you know, as we just talked about, right, recovery is this lifelong process. So we've broken down every barrier for access. And, you know, from programs to help people who need to work to transportation, right? We have done, you know, we're trying to mitigate the barriers so that patients can start that journey with us. Um, but it takes work. It takes work from the patients and from the families and loved ones too, right? So, you know, I, I've i seen so many stories, and you and I have talked about team members that, you know, come through our programs that are now working in the facilities. Yes. Yes. And I think, I, I think it works because of that level of care and because we've reduced the barriers. And, you know, a commitment level of patients
2: and loved ones to, you know, commit the change. I have to, I have to tell everyone, and, and it's not because that you're here on the radio, but this was a personal experience, uh, a family member who I sent to your facility. And I remember mentioning to you and, and, you know, he, he thought he was a rock star and, and, and some of the patients said, who are you? You're a rock star because I asked you to check in on him and you did. And they're saying, well, are you somebody important?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> but that's you would have done that for anybody. <laughs> you know, they, they thought you did it because you're on my show and that, you would have done that for anybody. But I have to say that, you know, and, and he, he left, which he shouldn't have. But then he came back. But in the meantime, between him leaving and coming back, you stayed in touch. And I'm I'm amazed at this. Yeah. And I remember I called you and apologized. I said, Dawn, I'm sorry he left. She, you said, Don't worry about it. Said, that's what we do. And I and I'm saying to myself, How do you? I just don't understand how you can deal with it. But you guys just you know yourself and and the step. Oh yeah, well you know you you stayed in touch with him, and he eventually came back, and and he's doing very well now. He should be doing more things, but that's another story. But you, you said to me, it takes time, and, and we're used to this. So I just want to say that the way that, that you and the staff handle it, I'm just, I, I was amazed at it. I really was. And, and I, I do thank you for that because, actually, he, he is, I'm knocking on wood here. He's, he's, he's off the stuff, and he's actually a functioning human being. He's got, he, he's got a way to go, but he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's a lot better. But I I just want to thank you for that.
22: Well, and I love that you brought that up. And I know thank you need it. And I I think that that's a huge part of it. As somebody who's dealt with this disease in my own family, right, and a lot of friends, a lot of times there's this, like, shame in families and, like, loved ones that it's, like, inconveniencing if someone doesn't get it right, right, or, like, oh, they just won't get it. That is this disease. And, you know, I really want people to hear that on this show is, like, are when you ask me if it works, Yes. The commitment that, you know, it took for this one individual and that it will take is what we do. That is legitimately the experience that everyone has. And I have a hundred, you know, individuals like that, that I'm still stalking to this day, right. To help support. That's the why. So, you know, I encourage anybody, like it's not a failure on anybody or a a hindrance or a bother, you know, this is this disease. And I really feel at RCA, we have a, a level of commitment. That's it's really awesome to watch. Like it's it and, makes me so
2: happy. And I can attest to that. Uh, Dawn we're coming up on a break and we have plenty more to talk about. Dawn Bella is our guest. She is the Senior Vice President of Clinical and Operational Excellence at Recovery Centers of America. And certainly if you have a question for Dawn 609-407-1450 that's the number 609-407-1450. I'm John Demasi, more fighting the opioid addiction series with Don Bellamarech of RCA
0: after these words. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com.
4: Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money inspiration for financial wellness in the book joe talks about longevity inflation retirement surprises and many other topics for your free copy of the heart of your money call the office of joe yakovich at jml financial at 856-751-1771 or email joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. and you can listen to joe yakovich saturdays here on wpg talk radio 95.5 fm For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and/or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jyakovich at brokersifs.com.
14: Are you stuck in the 70s? Maybe the 80s. Looking at your kitchen or bath, you don't know what year it's from, but it sure looks old, tired, and in need of refreshing. Kitchen and bath designer Krista Carullo can help you transform your kitchen or bath into something very special. Home improvements like these can substantially improve the value of your home. Krista has designed and implemented hundreds of new kitchens and baths in the Vettner, Margate, Longport, and other areas of South Jersey. For more information on how Krista can help you, contact her at 609 609 694 5666. Need to see samples of her work? Krista will be happy to send you some dazzling photos of her recent designs. Don't stay stuck in the 70s or 80s. Move up and make your home the desirable place it's meant to be. Contact Krista Carullo at 609 694 5666.
2: And we're back here in our Fighting the Opioid Addiction series with our partners, Recovery Centers of America. I give this number out whenever we do this series. And you hear it on the commercials, but it's an important number. 1-800-RECOVERY. 1-800-RECOVERY is the number. And that's a 24-7 hotline, Recovery Centers of America. And if you have anything that you think is pertinent to your situation, you know, you, you have someone who is in the throes of addiction, whether it's alcohol or substance abuse, whatever the case happens to be, 1-800-RECOVERY. 1-800-RECOVERY is the number. Recovery Centers of America 24-7 hotline. Dawn Belomarich is our guest. She is the Senior VP of Clinical and Operational Excellence at Recovery Centers of America. And uh, Dawn is with us. And if you have a question for Dawn right now here on the show, 609-407-1450. Dawn, I asked you before, does it work at RCA? Does the system work? And I, I want to focus in on what makes RCA different from other facilities. Uh, I've often heard you and other guests who come on the show, they talk about science and evidence-based practices. Give us a couple of examples of that, please.
22: Yeah. So I think a lot of the things we're doing, most of the things we're doing are supported by evidence, right? So, A lot of, you know, historical treatment providers use the 12 steps and and we are certainly huge proponents of 12-step philosophy of treatment, but also what the evidence is, you know, telling us, um, what clinical programming will work, what systems help patients sustain long-term recovery. And I think that goes back to the continuum too. Um, you know, Bill W and AA long before my time, right, was, you know, letting everyone know that AA worked and that it was, you know, hitting the 90 meetings in 90 days and working a program. And that continuum is really around the idea that if we continue to engage patients and, you know, help them along their journey for recovery, we can help right size some behaviors and, and have that success. So I think it's just continuously following the research and continuously using evidence to design our programming and, you know, help our patients get well and evolve as they evolve.
2: What is the norm as far as uh, whether it's inpatient or outpatient? Uh, you know, the, the, the old saying was, oh, you got to come in seven times. I mean, from your experience, uh, how often do people come in or do they get clean the first time? Do they relapse? Do they come back two times, three times? Can you give us kind of a, uh, an idea of, of how that works?
22: yeah it's it's really evolved over time and it's unfortunate you know I think when I started in the field about 17-18 years ago it was two or three times you know maybe there was an average of twice to come through treatment I don't know the statistics off the top of my head right now but it's certainly increased and you know I think that really has to do with the the nature of the drugs Um, fentanyl in the game has certainly increased cravings right and the withdrawal patterns and it's it's increase, you know, the number of treatment episodes, I think as a society, we really have went to a way where there's this quick fix for things. And as we've talked about multiple times, recovery is a lifelong process. So, you know, part of our philosophy at RCA is to, you know, have this continuum from the door where we're telling patients we're going to stay with them. They want, we want them to be a part of the RCA family because we don't want patients coming through treatment six times. You know, that is not the intent, and that's certainly not sustainable for any human, um, you know, to have that level of hope for seven inpatient treatment episodes. But, you know, I, relapse is a part of recovery, certainly. It's, you know, not, this is not a perfect, you know, science, and there's stressors that impact everyone. But it's increased, John. It, it's, you know, there's no disagreeing with that, and I, I think the nature of the substances has certainly impacted
2: that. Well, the drugs are getting stronger. And, you know, I I, yeah. norm- I normally ask guests when they come on this segment, uh, are we winning this battle? But the drugs are getting stronger. There's there's factors outside of your sphere of influence that are really contributing to this. So the drugs are getting stronger, which I guess makes your job harder and makes it harder
22: for people to, to, to get clean. Do you agree with that? Oh, yeah. I mean, without a doubt. And you and I have experienced it firsthand together, right? Yes, like, yes. there are, you know, you know, like when we think about just the, the people we know, there are some things psychologically and, you know, trauma that it impacts everyone. And a substance that has an immediate effect and takes away that pain is always going to be an easier app than doing the work, you know, for any of us. And, you know, we know that we have a snapshot of time to be able to help people on that journey before, you know, the easier coping strategy, which is this, you know, substance that is stronger and stronger will be the desired outcome. So we're fighting for that every day. And, you know, we can't win the battle of the drugs, right, and, and how strong they get, but we can certainly fight harder to help provide an impact that resonates in a little more of an impactful way.
2: Can you talk about, I know you do a lot of faith-based programs at RCA. Uh, can you talk about those and why they are important to this process of recovery?
22: Sure. Yeah, so I mean, you talked about Mimi Dorshu and David Dorshu on this program. You know, David and Mimi really helped spearhead um, our Freedom Track, which is really a spiritual program. A lot of addiction and it's, you know, in the big book of AA and and really in the literature is the spiritual void that the disease causes and, you know, the substance is ultimately trying to fill. So when our patients come in, we're trying to help them with that, you know, fill that spiritual void with, you know, a higher power of their understanding. Um, It has been one of the most incredible programs to see grow and the patients really, truly get that impact we're looking for, because I I think that spiritual void is something everyone that faces this disease experiences. And um, Freedom is just one track. We have some experts, I know you've had them on here, Pastor Zach and Chris and, you know, a lot of our spiritual team that is really committed to helping patients fill that void.
2: You know, uh, back to my uh, family member. So, you know, and he actually did a good thing a couple of weeks ago. He was feeling a bit troubled, and he called Pastor Zach. And And I, I want to say that much of your staff, yourself included, is available to, to those who have been patients and who are in recovery and who have experienced RCA, but your staff is available to people who have been out there. I mean, he just picked up the phone and he called Pastor Zach. And I said, that was a good thing you did because he was feeling... He was feeling overwhelmed, and in the past, he would have gone back to using, but he didn't. So you did your job, and and your staff, (laughs) in fact, I told you this the other day. You and I had a conversation. I mean, I was impressed with that. I mean, there's other things he should be doing. I mean, he's so happy. (laughs)
22: Well, progress, not perfection, John.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But that's, you know, uh, he, he said to me, I called Pastor Zach, and I said, what? You know, it's like I was surprised because normally that's not his MO, you know, but he he did and I guess, you know, listen, you got through a little bit. So, I guess and you said, listen, we're we're grateful for those small victories. Even though that was a small victory, to you it's a victory,
22: right? I, I that's, that's that's 100%. Yeah. And and I think that is the intent, right? So the like I said it earlier, this disease is one of isolation, and if we can get someone to pick up the phone and call someone who made an impact on them instead of picking up drugs, that's a W in in my book. You know, that's one behavior. Again, we talk about changing behaviors in a lifelong recovery program. That's huge. Yes. Because here's one victory. You know, that might have impacted his life in a way that he's going to pick up the phone and call Pastor Jack every time.
2: Yeah. I, Great. Yeah. I <laughs> I don't know you have a and a tremendous amount of patience as do your entire staff. I don't know how you get that because I would be so frustrated i you know i, I yeah. i'm i'm, a, I'm amazed, i i'm amazed at at this I really am, but I guess that's what you do you know it's
22: it's part of your job but i mean it's a team like we are we are so fortunate at rca i mean we have over three thousand employees that this is like their entire calling i mean this is their why like none of i can't name one of us that signed up to be like you know we're going to be billionaires i bet it's really not the why you know the the why is that there's going to be these small victories right we're going to be able to hire people that came through the program like we're we're helping save people's lives
2: yes yes absolutely Well, we're coming up on a break, Dawn. We have plenty more to talk about with you. Dawn Bellemarich is our guest. She is the Senior Vice President of Clinical and Operational Excellence at Recovery Centers of America. It's our Fighting the Opioid Addiction series here on Talk with a Purpose. And again, if you have a question for Dawn, 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio, 609-407-1450. Back with more Fighting the Opioid Addiction series with Dawn Bellemarich from Recovery Centers of America after these words.
4: In these unusual economic times, do you wonder what to do with your money? If you have questions about retirement planning, IRAs, 401ks, tax planning, or any other type of question, then listen to The Heart of Your Money, heard every Saturday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM, featuring noted author and financial expert Joe Yakovich. The Heart of Your Money will focus on you your family, and the best ways for you to navigate your financial portfolio. That's every Saturday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., The Heart of Your Money with Joe Yakovich. Here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM, South Jersey's talk station.
13: My name is David Dorshu with Recovery Centers of America, and I want to help you find freedom for your addiction to drugs and alcohol today. Here at Recovery Centers of America, located in Mays Landing in South Amboy, New Jersey, we believe that with the right tools and right people by your side, coupled with faith, you can recover. That's why we created Freedom, a Christian-based addiction treatment program designed to strengthen your faith and help you achieve lasting recovery. Our expert team of physicians, clinicians, and nurses will provide you with evidence-based treatment. And our pastors and spiritual advisors will guide you to healing through a fresh connection to God. Do Bible studies, prayer, and biblically-based 12-step recovery groups. Don't wait. Call 1-888-RECOVERY today. Your future is so much brighter than you can imagine. The only thing you have to do is ask for help. At Recovery Centers of America, we answer the phone and admit patients 24-7. Call 1-888-RECOVERY today.
0: Summer fruits galore, prepared foods, baked goods, gourmet items and more. That's what you'll find at BF Mazio. And don't forget dads and grads. Planning a get-together with friends and family? BF Mazio can handle all of your party needs with customized orders of sides and salads. Why do all the work when BF Mazio can do it for you? BF Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield, and at bfmazio.com. BF Mazio, winner of the Best of the Press award for produce and gift and fruit baskets 7 years in a row.
17: Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast, for South Jersey. This afternoon, plenty of sunshine, just a great day to be outside, high 84. Tonight, clear skies, low 58. Sunday, partly sunny and pleasant, a nice end to the weekend, high 77. And for Monday, we'll see mostly sunny skies. It will be pleasant once again, high 80. I'm AccuWeather's Chris Morelli on WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
2: And we're back here on Talk With a Purpose, our Fighting the Opioid Addiction series. And here is the number for Recovery Centers of America, 24-7 hotline, 1-800-RECOVERY. I always tell you to write it down. Write it down, 1-800-RECOVERY, because, you know, you say, oh, well, I'll call it. I'll call it later. And then you wait till this afternoon. What was that number? So 1-800-RECOVERY, 1-800-RECOVERY, Recovery Centers of America, 24-7 hotline and i've said this before you have someone who's you think is addicted or whatever the case you write it down you just hand it to them say listen there's a number you may want to call a little subtle way to get that across 1-800-RECOVERY is the number dawn bella is our guest she is the senior vice president of clinical and operational excellence at recovery centers of america and she is here On our Fighting the Opioid Addiction series, 609-407-1450, our number here, if you have a question for Dawn. So I want to jog your memory a little bit, Dawn. Can you share with us maybe one or two recent stories of patients who came into the facility? And I guess they all come in, and they are obviously have issues. uh, But it was a fairly significant turnaround. Can you, can you give us a couple of cases?
22: I I have so many. I would love to. You know, this is my favorite part. Um, yeah, so I have one. Um, so now I get to oversee our facilities in, you know, six feet, right? So I'm, I'm thinking of a, a case out in one of our other facilities where, you know, I know the patient came in very troubled. There was a lot of family um you know, attempts to get them treatment over time, I think five or six treatment episodes. This is around eight months ago. And, you know, I can now say that they're well on their way to hopefully being an employee, you know, at RCA in the near future. They're attending outpatient programming. They're a huge part of our alumni association, which I think is incredible. I mean, that's a more recent one. And I just know because we were working so closely with the family for so long. Um but honestly, John, I had so many now at almost six years here. I mean I can name alumni coordinators across our teams that are that were previous patients. I, I you know can think of an RSS in Devon that, you know, their family been through is through our program and they came back to work here. There's just so many. Uh,
2: can you focus on, because in our area, the Mays Landing facility, the Lighthouse at Mays Landing, is the one that, that people from this area would most likely go to. Can you give us an example from, from that facility? Kind of give it a little local flavor here. hundred <laughs> percent.
22: Sure. Um, and you've met a lot of them. But I will tell you, the Lighthouse has probably 20-plus um, team members that came through treatment at Lighthouse. And I will tell you, I remember some of their admissions, right, when they came in just extremely broken and hopeless and family saying, you know, this is try number 10 and what are we going to do differently? And there is no feeling like, you know, day 20, day 30, when you start to see the light in someone's face. And we've had that. I mean, we have patient engagement specialists that bolted out of the facility. And you and I know that I've had personal experience with that that are now working with patients. We have alumni coordinators that came in, you know, that were drinking themselves to death, you know, ultimately, and are now the alumni coordinator providing services to other patients and hope to other patients. I mean, we have 20-plus stories like this, and I still remember the day they either came in or, you know, the things their disease were, you know, having them do. And, And now to watch them work with patients, it's pretty exceptional. You can walk in that building today and see 20 people that, that came through
2: treatment of us. Well, and that you, you're right. A lot of them have been on the show. And I'll never forget the first time Pastor Jason was on the show. He was crying. <laughs> and his story, is, <sighs> well, you, you know his story. I mean, he was homeless. He was homeless. Yeah. And, and was down to his last, I don't even know if he had any money. But somehow he got called his stepfather and he helped him. And the next thing you know, here's Pastor Jason. Now he's a pastor and he's he's on television. He's one of your TV spokespeople.
22: I mean, it's it's I just hung up with him before I got on the phone with you. I was just talking to him. He's one of my favorite people. But that's the hope, you know, and it, it sounds very unobtainable, I think, for anyone who's listening and struggling. But like that, it's real. Like, that is really happening. It's happening every day. And when you say, like, why we, you know, have the patience to look for the glimmer of hope, Jason, you know, Bob, Pastor Zach, right? Like, everyone that you've met already, like, they're the hope.
2: Yeah. You know, and and I kind of said that to uh, my family member. I said that to him. I said, listen, if they could do it, you certainly can do it. Because yeah. I mean, basically, I mean, they were in worse shape than than him, you know. Because yeah. he, he, the family member, comes from money, so it's not like he, he he was living in Kensington or was homeless or anything. So, you know that that I kind of use that knowing all the people that have come on this show. But I wanted to ask you, Don. You mentioned earlier. Uh, can you talk for a moment about the alumni association? And the importance of that, because, you know, you just don't let people go and say, "Hey, bye, good luck." I mean, th- the alumni association is also a valuable tool at RCA, isn't it?
22: Yeah, it's one of the coolest things ever, too. It's a part of our continuum. You know, our alumni association is truly made up every site. You know, Maze Landing, Bob and Jill, right? Of the most caring, committed team members known. Um, it's not just events, right? There's five to six 12 step meetings or, you know, specific meetings to meet patients needs going on a week. And it's just that engagement. I mean, you're always a part of the RCA family. It, it's, I was at an event last summer at lighthouse where we had 120 people come to the back of the building and we put up tents and did hot dogs just to share experience, strength and hope. I mean, it's really an incredible thing. And it's, it's part of staying in that RCA family for life that we've discussed.
2: Uh- I wanted to I mean I want to get back to this and forgive me for for harping on this, but i i call I call you and the staff at rCA dogs with a bone because that 's exactly that 's exactly what you are and and you know i I want to really emphasize this because I want people to understand, particularly those who may be listening who say, Well, you know it might be my son, it might be my daughter, it might be a cousin who might be addicted. And I want to really convey the experience at RCA so that they know their family members are, are, are in, in good, good shape, but the philosophy of, of where you, you never give up. Can you talk about that and where that comes from?
22: Yeah, I I think it comes from hiring the most caring and compassionate and dedicated team members you can have. Everyone that is at Lighthouse, everyone that works at RCA, like I said earlier, did not sign up, you know, for any other reason than to help combat this disease. So whether that's calling and, you know, nonstop follow-up to get someone's support, whether that's constantly working with family on what can we do to help you, we are persistent. And, you know, I don't like to call it like relentless in a bad way, but it's relentless. This disease, as you know personally, and I know personally, is not going to, you know, throw in their deck because, you know, it's a Monday. It's relentless. And we need to be relentless in, in trying to overpower that. And it just, you feel so fortunate as a leader to see every member of the team just as committed to that as you are. And that's what we have. I mean, we will fight when you can't.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, I think a lot of it comes from your, uh, your CEO and founder, Brian O'Neill. Uh, I, I know you know about the eight-day intervention. You, you know that story, don't you? <laughs> do, 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 do you know that story of the eight-day intervention that Brian O'Neill had?
22: All the time. It's a huge reason when I came here. Like, I was so
2: motivated. Yeah. Uh, he had an intervention. He used to do this, which is how he got into this business. He, he it, Somebody called him, and he did an intervention eight days. And then after that, he lost one. So after he lost one... This this is the philosophy. I guess this is where this. Listen, it starts at the top, as we all know. 100 percent. So so that's probably uh, would you agree with me? That's probably where that philosophy came from.
22: Yeah. And Brian's reason for, you know, starting RCA and all the great thing he did is his desire and motivation to fight is the trickle down right? that yes. all 3000 employees have every day. So you're a hundred percent correct. And, you know, we have a founder CEO who is doing inv- interventions, who was out there helping people recover, driving them to treatment. That's really, you know, a motivating factor for everyone to fight equally as hard when, you know, the leader of your organization is, you know, just as committed, just as dedicated.
2: Yeah. You ever watch that show Intervention? I mean, you watch that show
22: oh religiously, I love
2: it. <laughs> you know you watch that show and then you say, Brian O'Neill did this, and then that show's what an hour. I mean, he did this for eight days. Yeah. eight days. Can you imagine that? i I, I mean, I can't yeah, that's something like you you can't imagine. And when I heard that story, It's commitment. yeah, it's I mean absolutely and, and so you start this 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 business and and here you are. And, I mean, you've probably, you've helped, I'm sure, thousands in the time that RCA has been in existence. You, you've probably helped thousands. Wouldn't you agree?
22: I mean, we have tens of thousands of patients just in inpatient alone that have come through. Um, and I don't have the numbers, but, I mean, it's tens of thousands of, you know, people have come through that are struggling. And, you know, it's... That's the truest testament is when you talk about Brian and then you, you know, kind of ask, okay, your team keeps following up. That's what we were founded on. You know, that's exactly why we're here. It's because we want to be that relentless and help as many people as we can. And the mission just keeps growing.
2: You um, you also heard the 500 mattress story, haven't you? Have you heard that one?
22: Oh yes, that was the first story I heard when I started at Lighthouse. Was yeah. the mattress story?
2: Yeah. It was well. Here's here, for those who who haven't heard this before. I here's another great story. So, uh, the Lighthouse at Mays Landing uh, had an expanded uh, grand opening, and you added like what a hundred and some beds or, or something like that. And I did. Yeah,
22: too. we had eighty beds on a, top a, of the
2: right. fifty-three. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it, so uh, I'm, I'm getting the tour. You had media day and, you know, open house. And I'm getting the tour. And the tour guide says, uh, sit on that mattress. And, and we're, they're showing the room. And it looked like a hotel. I mean, it really did. I said, how much are these rooms rent for? And they said, no, 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 that's not the way it works. So I sit on, I sit on, I sit on the mattress. And I said, boy, this is a really great mattress. He says, how many, how many do you think uh, Brian O'Neill had us, uh, you know, try out before we picked the mattress? I said, I don't know what three, four, five. He said, How about five hundred? Five hundred.
22: Can you Im- now? Can you
9: imagine sounds that?
22: Right. Can, can you imagine? Mean, no, well, but it sounds nice. I mean, would uh, like to lay on five hundred mattresses right now. I, I mean, can you
2: can you imagine that? I mean, I've I've done this. I've mattress shopped. I sit on one or two. Oh yeah, that's right. That's fine. That's good.
22: You know. Yeah.
2: 500 mattresses.
22: It's just a commitment, right? Yeah, and it's exactly. Just that level That's of it. Like detail to, That's it. to break the stigma down of addiction because there's no one else in the world, I can tell you, that is that concerned about a mattress. Absolutely <laughs> right. Because, there's
2: not. Because he said, and he told me himself, he said the problem is in a lot of these facilities before, people need the right amount of sleep. And the best way to get good sleep and the best way to help them in recovery is to have a good mattress. And that's That's, right. uh, that's it. Uh, Dawn, we are coming up on our final break of the hour. We had a couple minutes left. You still have time to jump in if you have a question. Dawn Bellamarich, she is the senior VP of Operational Ex- of Clinical and Operational Excellence at Recovery Centers of America. And uh, we still have a couple of minutes left. You can jump in with a question, 609-407-1450. With Dawn Bellamarich, I'm John DeMasse. Final thoughts on our final fighting the opioid addiction series after these words.
8: East Coast roofing and siding Hi, I'm Larry Steiler. And I'm Sean Styler. In our ever-changing economy, we certainly understand the need for homeowners to watch their spending. But your home is not a place to cut corners. When you're in need of roofing, siding, or windows, place your trust in East Coast for our certified services and installations. Our GAF Masterly Contractor Status provides assurance that you're dealing with a reputable company that can provide you quality roofing products and lifetime warranties. Our CertainTeed 5-Star Contractor Status ensures you'll get the professional siding job that you deserve. Faithfully serving South Jersey since 1979, we can offer you financing options that can help get your project started sooner. So call us now at 609-625-1900 or visit us at EastCoastRoofing.com to schedule your free consultation today. If you'll call, we'll show up. East
12: Coast Roofing and Siding.
8: Trust us with your family and home.
4: When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovic at brokersifs.com. And you can listen to Joe Yakovich on Saturdays here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com Joe Yakovich is registered with and Securities and Investment Advisory Services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC Member SIPC Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company
2: and we're back here on our Fighting the Opioid Addiction series, our Partners Recovery Centers of America, and we give out this number all the time. And again, write it down, 1-800-RECOVERY. 1-800-RECOVERY, 24-7 hotline, which you can access at any time. And and let me tell you, I've been to the call center. Uh, rarely does the phone get to the second ring before they answer it. So you'll get the help you need at that point, and they will direct you as to where you should go at that point. 1-800-RECOVERY. 1-800-RECOVERY is the number for Recovery Centers of America. And their website is recoverycentersofamerica.com. You can check that out as well, recoverycentersofamerica.com. A couple of minutes left of our hour. Dawn Bellemarich is our guest, Senior VP, Clinical and Operational Excellence at Recovery Centers of America. Dawn, we we mentioned uh, earlier in the show about aftercare programs at RCA. Can you give me one or two that you feel are the most significant aftercare programs?
22: Sure. Yeah, I think, you know, one of the great aftercare programs we have is that you can stay with your clinical program from inpatient and go into outpatient. Um, So, you know, you can go to work and still attend groups at the night, you know, during the evening or daytime. Um, There's just so many great things that help you continue. We also have mental health outpatient, you know, that we're launching, which is awesome. Which, you know, in the next couple, hopefully next few months in Jersey, we will have the ability to work with patients that don't just have, you know, a substance use diagnosis, but are struggling with anxiety and depression as primary. And I think that that's going to be great for a lot of people struggling. Um, And honestly, our alumni, you know, I know we touched on that, but alumni is more of that fellowship and that camaraderie and recovery. But I think a lot of people need, you know, especially with all the things going on in the world our alumni program is second to none and you know you don't need any special approval or privileges to be an alumni with us it's you know that you receive treatment at RCA that you want to be a part of that alumni network and I think it's one of the great aftercare options and fellowship opportunities that we provide
2: all right we saved the best for last what advice can you give those who know they have someone in their family or a friend they're close to who is obviously addicted How can you help them get through it? And what do you suggest they do?
22: It's always the same, you know, and it's you're not alone. Pick up the phone and call for help. Um, You know, you've spoken 1-800-RECOVERY. We have ability to connect via chat on our website at recoverycentersofamerica.com. But, you know, you're not alone. Not alone, there's help, there's support, and it's one call away. So, you know, just pick up the phone today. Sometimes people are reluctant
2: to do that.
22: Why is that? Do you know? It's fear. I mean, you know, this is a family disease, right? So it means everybody has to change. So I think that that really comes up along with addiction is, okay, how does this impact me and, and what behaviors will I have to adjust? And, you know, unfortunately, that cycle can continue for way too long, which yeah. is why my advice is you're not alone. You know, pick up the phone and, and let someone help.
2: Absolutely. Words of wisdom. Dawn, as always, a pleasure. Thanks for coming on again. We always look forward to having you on because it, 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 this time flies. I mean, that hour flew by, didn't it? I know. <laughs> it
22: did. Yeah. I appreciate you so much. I always love coming on here, Don. I appreciate it. Well,
2: thank you. Dawn Bellamare, Senior Vice President, Clinical and Operational Excellence at Recovery Centers of America. Dawn, thanks a lot for coming on. We look forward to having you on again sometime in the near future. Appreciate it. John have a great day you too thank you and again that number for recovery centers of America 1-800-RECOVERY 1-800-RECOVERY their website recoverycentersofamerica.com recoverycentersofamerica.com I'm John DeMassi as always a pleasure thanks for listening that's going to put the wraps on another edition of Talk with a Purpose thanks to Pete Thompson coming in for Chris Coleman doing a great job and also thanks to Chris Pierce our intern our official intern who sat in for three hours on this show (laughs) he loves punishment good job chris we'll (laughs) ask you back again all right have have yourself a great week Uh, safe a happy and a healthy one we'll do it all over again next saturday nine till noon wpg talk radio 95.5 i'm john damassey thanks for listening you take care